This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 79. It's about damn Tim. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brasia. Oh, wait. What, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 79 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. I looked at the date on the calendar, and it's been a month since our last show. Whoops. Um, so yeah, it is Sunday, April 19th, and I'm your host, Nevik, and uh, I'm joined by one of my co-Joeys. How are you, Brasia? I'm doing fantastic. Um, yeah, just busy. Glad that <laughs> things are uh, finally melting around here. Yeah. But there's still some snowbound. Actually, I found one in the backyard yesterday. Can you ship it over here? Because it is freaking hot. <laughs> it's been 70-something all week, and it's still there. It's like, Oh my goodness, that's it. insane. Too much snow. Did you have a little excess there? Yeah, just a little. 120 inches of snow over the winter in like six-week <laughs> period would do it. Yeah, just 10 feet. No big deal. <laughs> Blowtorch. Go for it. Yeah. And no, uh, my neighbor. Yeah, Jen could not join us, and uh, she, in, a, in an email to us, said that um, with allergy season being as bad as it has been, and it's been the worst that she's ever experienced, and it's not getting any better. And the, I think she said that by the time that this little spurt of pollen allergens in, in the air uh, dissipates, it will be ragweed season. So she's going to be even worse after that. So Jen's going to take a bit of an extended hiatus from the show. So we, we hope we hope things get better for Jen. Um, I mean, maybe maybe it's time that we all, you know, chip in together and get her a bubble. I, I don't know. Yeah, she could be she could be the uh, the the demon hunter in the bubble. Uh, th- that might not work too well if she's shooting, you know, darts from her crossbow. But, oh, uh, Maybe they have little holes. No, you don't want to have little holes in there. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. hmm. Well, anyways, yeah. Poor Jen. I I feel her pain because uh, I don't remember last spring being so bad for me in terms of my allergies, but uh, the past couple days have been rough. Very very rough. So. I feel. I think I'm about as sick as she is anyway myself, just without allergies. Often as I have to deal with this crud. Yeah, but I mean, she's <laughs> like almost. Oh, if the state of disability would actually grant her, you know, oh yes, this is an official disability, she would qualify for it just based. Yeah, but anyways, as you can tell, our fourth musketeer, Lantonio, is here. And how are you? I'm good, as of now, anyway. I've been better, I suppose, in real life form, which I was talking a little bit about the show, but I, it's a long story, I don't really want to bring that up. It's a salty story. Yeah. 
But other than that, yeah, not too bad. I'm having an awesome time with Season 3. I'm glad I went with the Crusader. Surprise, surprise, everybody. Oh, thank goodness. What? Thank goodness. No way. <laughs> yep, went with the Crusader, and I got two Crusaders at 70, and just before the show, I hit a barb at 70, so I'm having a blasty blast. I think uh, this might be my first time I'm ever actually going to be good enough to get level 25 gems, so I'm happy Yay, about that. Yay, there you there go. You go. <laughs> That's awesome. great. I'm, I'm glad to hear yeah, that. Yeah, no more noobing it up. <laughs> yeah. And before we dive into what we've been up to in-game, I wanted to introduce our very special guest for this evening's show. We wrangled in somebody, uh, since I kind of had a feeling Jen would be, you know, kind of MIA due to allergies. So we pulled in Tim from the cool store. Oh, wow. I totally butchered it. Uh, I blame uh -oh. the beer. Uh, from Cool Story Bro, you, you would think I'd be able to, that just rolls off the tongue, but uh, yeah, how are you, Tim? I'm doing great, thanks for having me. Oh boy, this is going to be a fun show. I'm drinking a, <laughs> I'm drinking a Miller Fortune, which is a 6.9 ABV, so... By, by Miller the... Fortune? Seriously? I, I thought you went and got a real beer when you left. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Hey, you can't be just Miller. I'm in Miller uh, State here. You know, uh, Come on. So. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Just the water. Don't worry about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, it... it's all right. I try to keep up with Navik's beers, and every time I think I've had one, said he has. He's got something different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I just started Black Crown, and now it's like, Black Crown, what? Huh? <laughs> Well, I, I could have gone with Budweiser Platinum. Would that have been any worse? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, it would have been worse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, sometimes you can't afford to go down to your local BevMo and buy a $14 bottle of beer. Like That's true, yeah. But uh, <sighs> Say that again. Yeah, I've, I would love <laughs> to have, I would love to be drinking Golden Drac right now. I, I'm not going to lie. That's my favorite beer of all time. But anyways, how about Ion Four Powerade? Sounds good, right? How about Four Loco? Let's let's just you know, let's really take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, you know, I'm kidding. The, you, you you know how uh, the our exes have been between us and me, and yeah, drinking just really isn't in my forte with all that. <laughs> <laughs> so let let's let's step away from the talk of alcohol because we're. Not an alcohol. Ah, but uh, <laughs> let, let's talk about what we've been up to in game. Um, Tim, I, I know you do your own podcast, so I guess we'll just uh, I'll I'll let you be as brief as you want to be. Yeah, what you've been up to? Or well, as long. Um, <laughs> or as long. I've been getting into season three, uh, having a lot of fun with it. Leveled up a wizard right off the bat, just because right. everybody we play with was was doing yeah. wizard. Uh, played a lot. Oh, with I the see wizard. why I never got him on here. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> on, the, uh, <laughs> on the PTR, and uh, was really liked what they did with the Talrasha set and the um, Dalsir's Opus. Is that what it's called? Mr. Holland's Opus or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and so that's what I leveled up because everybody was playing with the wizard right off the bat on all my friends list. Uh, then I quickly transitioned over to the Whirlwind Barb with the Wrath of the Waste set. And it is crazy good. If you're looking at speed runs, man, that Barb is probably hands down the best for it. Uh, and... 
went ahead and leveled up one of each class, and uh, I'll get into the the witch doctor later this season. Oh. I know how much you love those. Awesome. There you go. Right? Yeah. I like this guy now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, he <laughs> we we seem to have a, a a problem with our connection to Tim right now. <laughs> <laughs> So I've just been trying to gear out all my classes, and that's where I'm at right now with Season 3. Not having a whole lot of luck with Kodala, which has been kind of a pain in the butt. Is that but just uh, you or all of us, man? Because mm-hmm. I used to have good luck with Kodala, and she is yellow mania right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Nice. I'll drop 800 shards in one go and get like one legendary out of it. Yeah, right before the show, I did a 700 worth of... Uh, she are chess pieces for the new barb and i got nothing but blue and yellow i was like wow yeah wow it's aggravating mm-hmm. and I, I play strictly softcore i know a lot of you guys get into hardcore and <laughs> that is not for me <laughs> i don't think i have the patience to uh lose a character and still be able to play the game <laughs> you gotta play like a sally like i do and you won't lose any <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a, a little bit to that. Uh, well, once you play, like, I never thought I'd do a hardcore character, and then I played and never turned back. It's just addicting. It's like getting a tattoo. You want more. Yeah. I, more pain I, and more I, suffering. Yeah, I hear the tattoo thing. Uh, I got five. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. want more, but the wife has totally shut that down. But I do have a level 60 hardcore barbarian on the you know the non-seasons from way back in the day. When 60 was the max level. I, and I haven't even had the urge to go back and level him to 70. Just not doing it. <laughs> if you're ever going to go back, just might as well do a season. It's so much better now and stuff too. And hardcore is not nearly as like tough as it was back in the day. So getting your hardcore character back then is probably a lot better of an achievement too. So Yeah. I die a ton on softcore as it is. Even when I'm leveling, I, I die I wouldn't even be able to get a character to seventy. Uh, you, I'm sure you notice the difference of how you play. It's just because you know you don't. You know you can die though. Once you know you can't die, you do a lot better. Oh, it reminds me a lot of uh, like arenas with World of Warcraft. I got mm-hmm. into that for a while, and it just it was nerve wracking. And there was a point where I just stopped enjoying it. And I think hardcore, I'd I'd be about the same type of stress level with it. Yeah. Well, I've I've mm-hmm. toyed with the thought of going back to softcore just if only to experience what higher like going going even higher than what I could in hardcore just experience what you know like a greater of fifty feels like. Uh, it feels like getting one shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Wow. So, so yeah, um, yeah, maybe someday, <laughs> maybe someday you'll you'll try it, and then you'll get addicted, and you'll be like, man. I don't think I can ever go back, because, uh, like Antonio said, there's just there's something about almost dying. I mean, like getting down to underneath the gargoyle's chin, and somehow living, and then yeah. that rush that you get. Yep, it's that whoo in your heart. <laughs> You're like, let me pause the game for a second. Let me just relax, and then you go back at it. But seriously, I mean, there's not too much difference in. Um, I, I I used to think that uh, as a software player that hardcore players just played it safe all the time and that's just totally not true. So, but with uh, I mean with the power creep that we've we've been experiencing over the past couple patches, I mean 
it's really not that big of a deal to face roll Torment 6 anymore. So, but uh, yeah. So, Brazia, what have you been up to? I mean, seasons have been going on for like a month and a half now, right? Almost. <laughs> not <laughs> it quite. Feels like that. I mean, I, what? It's only been nine days now. But so much has happened in that time. Um, I've done, basically, I've had a metric ton of things going on outside of the game. But when I've come in, I've actually been able to sit down for, like, little periods of time and just bang out this game and have a lot of fun with it. But I found some time to get started with my seasonal leveling. I began with the Demon Hunter uh, at D Season 3. It was, like, the first night. I'd just come back from, you know, going down, watching a hockey game, came back, and I was like, oh, okay, you know what, let me let me play. Um, I'll try Demon Hunter. I want to try something completely different. And then uh, after two deaths, all both before level 10, I said, screw the Demon Hunter. I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized it takes a special kind of person to play a Demon Hunter, at least at hardcore. And I'm going to let those special people continue to be really good at it because I know I'm not, and I'll, I'll just absolutely admit I'm not. Um, I need to learn to play the class a lot more before just jumping in and doing it. It's like my toughest part was I had no real escape mechanism or a way mm. to just mm -hmm. get away, and I'm not used to the slow kiting, which I have to do at the early levels. So, I'm okay with I'm that. I too much in your face, too, to do Demon Hunters. When I tried it, yeah. like, I've gotten a Demon Hunter at level 60 back in chocolate and everything, but that was a pain, and that's probably the only class that I actually died a couple times legitimately trying to get to 60. And, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I never had much fun with it. So I did go back to my witch doctor. Yay. Haven't died yet. Yay. Nothing would. <laughs> <laughs> so no complaints here. I'm totally enjoying it. Uh, every minute of playing it right now. Just having a great time. Even with all the puking I'm doing. Okay? Really enjoying it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I solo leveled all the way up through 60. I mean, it just get kind of slow. Um, I watched uh, Riker. Uh, he had his um, videos on kind of like some of the key areas to go leveling. So I chose some of those things, like going into Hall of Agony level 3 and then looking for a couple of cursed events and then, you know, just strategically uh, dropping things in and out. And boy, I went like within a matter of a couple of hours from like 40 to 60 when I was struggling to get up to 40 before. So it was good. It was fun. And then I decided, I'm like, okay, well, I was going to take a break. And then a couple of people jumped on. I think Reclaw was one of them. And he was, um, they were like, oh, hey, you want want some runs? I'm like, oh, sure. I'm like, why not? I'm, I'm kind of tired, but I'm not. So I was like, okay, put it to Torment 6, and then I'll jump in your game. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so um, so there was a, you know, a couple different guys jumped in the game here and there, and then they just kind of ran it through. So I got from 61 to 70 in, like, no time at all. And I was like, oh, that was yeah. awesome. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to play again right now because I'm tired. I'm going to fall asleep and kill this poor character. So I decided to um, come back the next day, started leveling, mainly doing things like playing at just the hard level and going like totally being, as Antonio said, a Sally and going really slow and uh, doing things like the Act 1, uh, all the bounties, because I want to try to get the Ring of Royal Grandeur. And of course it's eluding me once again, as it usually does. So, um, you know, today... Uh, I swear they actually lowered the drop on that because I was having yeah. pain in the boot time getting one this season, and I've only gotten one. And usually by now it's like they're popping out like crazy, especially you know running T6. So yeah, yeah. So I decided um, after that to go to Kodala on Friday night because I had some some blood charge finally. I said okay, I'm gonna gamble some. I'm like I don't win anything with Kodala anyways. Out of my first 
Well, I don't know if you guys remember, like last season, there was a tweet from um, Wyatt Chang, and he said, oh, he had such an awesome night. He got like five, you know, awesome set pieces all in one night. Like just had an incredibly night, incredible night of running. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, so that's like, so if you're really super lucky, I call it the Wyatt Chang experience <laughs> that night. So I had that with Kadala. I only had 150 of the shard. I rolled six times. I got four set pieces. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm like, it was awesome. I got two pieces of Helltooth and two pieces of Jade Harvester. Now, Helltooth... Oh, so you got shitty set pieces. Then. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had nothing before. All I had was yellows before. So, I took the health Like, the Helltooth just gave me an extra 500 intelligence, which, at this level, is helping me out because I really... I kind of stacked my defense rather than my offensive ability. And so then I also had the Jade Harvester, which I've never actually had two pieces of Jade Harvester or any more than one piece of it before in any season. So I was like, oh, cool. Because, I mean, what does it do? It's uh, basically at the two pieces, when a haunt lands on uh, an enemy that's already affected by haunt, it instantly deals 10 seconds worth of haunt damage. So I'm like, oh, that's oh. a changed one then, too. Cool. Yeah, yeah it, I it, think it's they really put cool. it in. Cause that wasn't it was 500 intel last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I think it's for that way. Jade dogs have something to do when they're against the rift boss, waiting for the soul harvest to come off a of cooldown. Yep. And so, I mean, it's like instantly my damage just went up like crazy. I was seeing yeah, like 20 million portal. crits, you know, from from my haunt. I was like, what? Never seen that. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try stop being so sally about the world, and jump in. <laughs> And try to do a little bit more today. So today I took like two hours in the morning or afternoon, sorry, and decided, okay, you know, I'm just going to play, push it, see how far I can go. I kept picking up little pieces here and there. So I got uh, some other items today with the Quetzalcoatl. Basically my oh, yeah, hunt also yep, yep. deals damage in half its normal duration. So now I went from and doing like 20 warm, million think, right? to like 40 million crits. Nice. Just with that. I'm like, that's stupid. So I'm like, you know what, let's keep doing the greater rift, see how much further, what else can happen. I picked up the Scourge, um, and on it, it gets 41% chance to explode for with Demonic Fury for 1,800 to 2,000% damage is fire. So I'm like, oh, oh, maybe I can work with this a little bit. So I had some other items, um, like strong arm bracers, a couple of other things like that. Now I'm at 32, plus 32% fire damage. So I'm like, okay, everything's going to go fire. Well, I can't quite because I need something to keep me alive. And then I also picked up the Tall Man's Finger. I just picked it up, so I haven't really played with that part yet. I cannot get a gem. So as good as Kadala was for me, my gem finding, it's just been atrocious. It's like nothing good. Have so you the noticed, only thing... Ha, what's I, that? Have you noticed that with the inclusion of the, uh, what is it, the three new uh, goblins, that gem hoarder goblins are way more rare now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just not finding them. So I'm just using Gemma of Efficacious Toxin. So it's just giving me an extra, like, almost, like, over 2,000% damage of poison. So I'm like, okay, anything that's On the other hand, I feel like the Blood Thieves, like, they raised it because I've been getting a lot of them, which is awesome, by the way. So I decided to go with basically kind of like a fire-based build. So some of the things I'm using, like, Left Click has been Explosive Toads, which I'm really not using as much because of the Haunt. Hunt does not take much mana at all for me, and I, I've regenerated so quickly that uh, I'm using the Hunt Consuming Spirit, which basically gives 4,000% 4, 4, fire damage over 12 seconds. So now with like having that, 
and then we're doing like instant damage on it, I'm now getting like 85 million crits on it. I was like, oh my god, I've never had, I'm sorry, you guys may have seen it, especially Wizard, um, but I've never seen the numbers get that big with a Witch Doctor, because I had not pushed it that far. So I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. So I'm just running through, killing things. I'm like, I'm going up. Wait, 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 wait. I, I gotta stop you for a second. Witch Doctor's doing damage? I thought they were just, I thought they were just support. <laughs> I know, isn't that, no, isn't that amazing? Happens. I thought so too, so I'm like, wow, what the hell? I, I looked before we came on and I've never gotten higher than a greater rift 10 and that was with my in hardcore at least and that was with my um, crusader last season um, I did that like the third run tonight uh, actually the third greater rift I kept going up three four levels I was able to do all of them in less you know like five to seven minutes each one of them so I got to greater rift 21 I finished out with four minutes left nice. and I'm like oh what the hell I'll try the next one I don't know what, it was something with the tile set and the spacing of the monsters and this greater rift. It's either they were too far apart or when I got to them, there were so many of them, I really couldn't just get in there and do the damage I was doing before. Like I would actually run out of mana finally. And so it's just, I ended up finishing, if I had an extra 30 seconds, I would have finished it. Oh, so, I see. It was close. So that's okay. I'm, I'm happy because I'm looking at it. I'm like, I looked at the, the leaderboards for Solo Witch Doctor. And number 1,000 is, um, what was it, Greater Rift 25. I'm like, I'm only four levels behind that. That's not far. I'm like, I'm actually thinking about, okay, maybe I could possibly get on there this time. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I'm like, it's a lot different. It's, it's a very different feel. So I know what you're talking about now, Nevik, about, you know, the hardcore thing where it used to be, oh, everybody was worried, you know, like you, not everybody, but, you know, you people had going in there starting to do it. And they'll be really cautious. Or something. No, it's not. We, we don't do that in hardcore. It's like once you get that little bit of a nugget and you're like, oh, you know what? I can push this harder. I want to push this harder. So yep. I'm going to keep going for that and see how it goes. Yeah, you, you, almost, you almost want to reach that point where you're going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it almost happened at 22, that uh, Greater Rift 22 in the first like hallway. And that's when I realized, okay, I can't do what I was doing for the last like four or five Greater Rifts. I mean, yeah. I really have to be a little more cautious on this one. Yeah, you, I just didn't you, get a good roll. You need a little bit more jade, do- or uh, what is it, uh, jade harvester, to to really pump it up to the twenty five range. Exactly. So I, I plan on it. I'll get it. I'm not too worried about it. It'll be fine. Yeah, and besides, it's a long season. It is. We already we already know it's going to be at least four months from the start of the season. So, so are you guys happy about that? I am. I am. I yeah. am. I'm glad. I am. I, I think that uh, if it ends on my birthday, I'll be pretty happy about that. <laughs> happy I'm glad because I wanted to use this season to make some alternate characters instead of doing just one and everything. And, and you know, now just knowing that I'm not going to get one somewhat started, then, you know, if I try to do another one, have no time to do two. So it's nice knowing that you're having a little bit extra time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, not not to spoil what I'm doing, but I'm actually going to be looking for somebody who wants to create a monk that's currently playing a wizard in Hardcore Season 3, and we would both run on our main characters, and then just, you know, if uh, monk gear drops, I would toss it down on the ground for the wizard, and the wizard would do the same for me, so that I could create a wizard. Yeah, that's now, a good speaking idea. of having those drops, weird, just for a quick thing before I forget, I was leveling, power leveling a uh, my barb tonight, I got three pieces of Zunamasas. Now, why did that happen? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I get a green chest, and I'm like, oh, sweet. 
is it a must? Don't okay, bring don't green listen boots. to it. Don't listen to it. Listen uh. to it. Don't listen to Nevik. <laughs> Give in. Give in. I'm like, yeah. I guess gotta make that witch doctor again. Yeah, <laughs> Zuni, yeah. Zuni, it's got buffed. Of course. They, well, they were all under. They were all under uh, level seventy two though, so it's kind of like. Ah, uh. boo. Although they rolled decently for being sixty five. That's pretty funny. I guess maybe maybe the RNG Jesus was thinking you needed a little bit more intelligence. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you need to be a smart barbarian. <laughs> so Brazier, that taste that that taste of, you know, thinking you can reach the leaderboards, that that's got you going, huh? Oh yeah. I I would, didn't even think about it until now and I'm like, hmm. Hey, but I mean, I if I did that my first too. run, I'm sorry. I was just saying I can concur with you too because I've uh, first time on the leaderboards. I'm in like three, four hundreds with the Crusaders, so I'm all excited about that. Like I actually think I can, you know, do something with it. So it's kind of getting a little bit of addicting, trying to get a little better now too. Yeah, have you noticed that the Crusader leaderboards? They've been like I, I think a lot of the Crusaders um, have jumped ship. They've gone to the barb. Yeah, well, having the same gear and being easy and watching everybody do what they're doing with those, which is pretty exciting. I mean, I even want to have a barb on the side, too, you know, so, I don't know, it's, it's cool, though, that I can actually, you know, have the thought of, hey, maybe I can get up in the hundreds, even, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why stop there? Shoot for the top ten. Oh, yeah, no. why not? Do you guys like chasing leaderboards in the beginning of the I season? I don't. I've never been a leaderboard person, but just because I'm on it now, I'm kind of like, yes! The only game mm-hmm. I've ever been on a leaderboard that I was excited about was Tetris, because I used to play that pro, and, you know, getting to... You know, 500 out of 99,000 was pretty exciting for me on that, but I just couldn't get any farther. <laughs> yeah, but to answer your question, Tim, I kind of don't chase the leaderboards as hard as I can um, early on. It's nice knowing that this is going to be a four-month season, so that <laughs> that way I know not to prematurely kill off a character. <laughs> but, um, I, well, I, I guess I might as well... Bridget, Br- Br- did you have anything else that you've been up to? I mean, other than just uh, doing a couple of softcore characters with my kids. Uh, actually, my oldest one, P-Dog, you know, he wanted to do Demon Hunter, so I just did like a Barbarian softcore, and we just kind of ran around a little bit, so that was fun. But my youngest one, he was like, he wanted to play, and he was like, but I was in the middle of leveling up my Witch Doctor, and I'm like, well... Get out of here. You know, <laughs> no, no, I was like, I, I want to do it, but can we do hardcore? And he's like, Okay. And so he tried to de- Demon Hunter. I'm like, it's not a good idea. I didn't do well with the Demon Hunter. And he goes, I don't care. I'll try it anyway. So he died twice, like, like really Daddy, early. you stink. No, no. It's just like, he's like, okay, I'm going to try something else. I'm like, why don't you try the Crusader? You can take a little more damage. You know. And I was still actually kind of low level um, early on. And so he did. And, like, he's got one up to, like, level 30 now. And he's like, he's like, oh, this is awesome, Dad. I don't die. I jump in there and I hit everything. And uh, so he created four of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> four hardcore crusaders. He's, he's like, and I said, well, why do you need all of those? And he goes, well, in case one dies, I can jump right on the next one. I'm like, okay, this kid's got it. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Wow, he, he's starting off hardcore from the, from the start. That's awesome. Yeah, no kidding. He's not even 10 yet. Yeah. <laughs> all starting right, him so- young. So I guess I'll, I'll go into what I've been up to. And then, uh, yeah. So I finished off Season 2 um, because my wizard died. And I didn't know that the season was going to end so soon. I wasn't able to recover. So she ended up uh, ended up rank 189 on the wizard leaderboard. And then... Uh, nice. 
And because of my wizard dying, I decided to create a monk there at the end of the season two. And uh, he he hung on to rank 925. <laughs> I, I don't remember what greater rift level that was, but I think it was probably in the 30, 32, maybe a little bit higher range. But I ended season two at Paragon 521, which put me over Paragon 600 when the rollover occurred. Uh, I think it was 611, yeah, 611 right after the rollover. And then um, during that week, the off week, the down week, I uh, I kind of wanted to play softcore just to experience, you know, just to push. And, well, my softcore side's so sorely neglected. My gear sucks. But uh, I ended up playing hardcore monk. <laughs> I mm-hmm. I moved all my gear over to, um, I think, yeah, I had saved up actually a full set of uh, ancient Raymond of a Thousand Storms. And so I started using that set. Oh my goodness, if anybody's ever played with a Raycore barb, just wait until I get an Ingium, and then <laughs> and then the monk will put that to shame in terms of speed. Because holy crap, is that build fast. It is amazing. Um, in that down week, I cleared Greater Rift 40 for the first time ever. I was like, yes! I was super happy about that. And um, let, let me see where that clear has me now uh my non-season hardcore monk she's still ranked 64 on the leaderboards right at this moment so that's with a greater of 40 clear uh wait in 13 minutes and 39 seconds so that's not too bad there you go yeah but so season three started off and that friday i wasn't i i don't know i was feeling kind of sick i was feeling really tired and just not on my game so I wasn't too excited for season three. It was kind of weird. In fact, I um, I think I ended up taking a nap and waking up exactly five minutes before season three started. <laughs> so I jumped in and I played. I've pretty much played exclusively solo so far, but I um, I don't know what happened, but I stayed up all <laughs> night and I got to level seventy. I think around four a.m. my time because I took maybe a two or three hour break um right around 6 30 no 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 8 30 ish i i came i jumped back in around 11 or 12 and yeah i hit 70 around 4 a.m which is the first time that i've ever gone from level one to 70 without sleep at the beginning of the season so it's kind of weird you know i wasn't quite feeling super excited and yet i still hit 70 <laughs> So you get that addiction and then you just keep going with that itch for more. Yeah. Well, that all of that was not without some kind of penalty. Um, I went to lay down to take a nap, I think around 2 p.m. that following Saturday. And I didn't wake up until almost, I think, 8 or 9 a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> so oh. I slept almost 18 hours. There you go. Wow. <laughs> but, uh,. I picked right back up and I got my monk up to torment five viable pretty quickly. And then I think sometime Monday I finally got my six piece Raymond of a Thousand Storms. And at first I wasn't ro- face rolling torment six. It was doable, but it was kind of risky. But now I'm at the point where 
T6 is just absolutely faithful. I'm just... This is hardcore season, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, it's just... I'm just blowing through Torment 6. I'm still looking nice. for an Ingium. That way I could do the uh, uh, Quinn's God Mode Monk build, which is just... If you're playing with a monk and you have the raiment set, you ever get a chan channeling pylon? You can pretty much have that effect permanently if you get an Ingium that rolls with at least 9 seconds. Because if it's only 8, then you're going to have like an internal cooldown, like a half second between being able to dash. But if you roll 9 or 10 seconds on your cooldown reduction on that sword, you can pretty much replicate having a, having a channeling pylon. So... I look forward to that because it will be ridiculous how fast I'll be able to clear. I, I think, uh, I, oh, you know what? I did jump into a game with uh, Jesse Hometown Hero because he was complaining about how I'd never played with him anymore. So I jumped into that game with my monk, and one thing that I noticed uh, rolling at a lower torment level, I was having a hard time trying to dash all over the place because I wasn't able to keep up my 15 stacks of Gogok. Um, because everything was just dying. <laughs> so I wasn't getting the additional benefit of my Gogok being ranked 25 and having that 15% cooldown reduction on top of everything. So I was having a hard time, but it was alright. But uh, yeah, I, I've just I've fallen in love with the Raymond set. Um, I, it's like... What does that do exactly for any of us who don't know, like me? What, uh, <laughs> what it does is at four-piece your dashing strike no longer um, will use 75 spirit and will refund a charge if it uses 75 spirit. So essentially, as long as you have enough spirit generation, you can just dash and strike as much as you want to. Now, you do burn through your spirit pretty quickly because 75 spirit is pretty expensive. And uh, I, there, there's been numerous times where I'll accidentally blow through my two charges of dashing strike and then it's like, Oh, I can't move anymore. <laughs> and actually, it's just today I had a I had a situation where I killed an entire molten pack, and they were Waller and Horde, and I didn't have a charge or dash strike to get out of there. So I'm like, okay, let's see if I can move just far enough to only get hit by one. <laughs> and that was a fun experience. My monk did not die though, <laughs> but I have proct near death experience twice. The first time was with a channeling pylon, and I was just going full ham, and I didn't even notice that I had procced, which is the scariest thing to realize. And then all of a sudden, you realize, wait, what's that tipo? Oh my goodness, I procced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the second time, I don't remember exactly how I procced. I think, um, I think I accidentally dashed and striked into three molten explosions, and it was like, whoops. Good thing that thing works now. <laughs> Are you liking the Dashing Strike build better than the Wave of Light build from Season 2? Yes, I, I love it. <laughs> it's that much better, huh? Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's better, but it's fun. It's, yeah, it's. I haven't had a torch, which is what you really need to make that the bell. The Wave of Light build. Yeah, yeah, to make it really shine. And you can make the Dashing Strike build work with one-handers. Because I had an ancient Thunder Fury um, Blessed Blade of the gob Treasure Goblin Spooker drop. And then I also had an ancient, I think, I don't even remember. I think it was the Barber. Uh, you know, not ideal, but I was I was doing well enough with that. And then I had a Flying Dragon drop. And I'm like, 
it's not ancient. It's only 3,400 DPS. Uh, I have three... Oh, yeah. Did I mention that I have, I've had three Happy Meals dropped this season? Oh, I still haven't got one. <laughs> Ever. And so I was like, well, I, I got three Happy Meals. I could burn one on this. So I did. And then I went over to um, Miriam. And oh, my goodness. Trying to re-roll plus 10% damage on a Daibo worst experience ever because it's just like any other class item where you have absolutely everything that can ever roll on it uh yeah so i got it seven percent i'm like all right i've already blown through you know 20 forgotten souls and i don't even know how much gold not that gold's much of an issue at the moment because i've had um four goblins open up portals to the vault so I got my Boon of the Hoarder pretty early on in the season, but I haven't really needed to equip it. But uh, just today, I was able to finally get enough Emerald Gems to complete uh, Flawless Royal Gems in all of my sockets, except for the Helm. So, I was happy about that. Man, it it's expensive, you know? When, when you don't get a whole bunch of Gem Hoarders, you're like, ah! It just, it's painful. But that's pretty much what I've been up to. I, I mean, I am looking to create a wizard this season. Uh, given that I know that the length of the season's at least four months, I have plenty of time to gear up both and pursue both. Mm -hmm. So, so far, I haven't had any takers on wizards looking to roll a monk. So, hopefully, hopefully soon, because that that would be ideal. Because I don't want to take a wizard with the gem of ease, which I got up to rank twenty-five as well. And, uh, you know, just power her up to 70 because, you know, there are no male monks or uh, male monks, any male wizards or male monks, I guess. Quite right? true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But, um, yeah, get, getting a class up to 70 that you have absolutely no gear for not a whole lot of fun. Now, sure, I could build up, you know, 800 blood shards and go to go over to Kadal and hope for the same kind of luck that I had back in season two. But. I would rather already have a full gear set waiting for her because, um, as I, as I mentioned, I think last show, when I got my monk up to 70 back in season two, I just, I, because I powered him with the gem of ease, I had no gear for him when I got him up to 70 and I was just having a hard time with him. It just, I felt disconnected from the character. I just, I don't know. So... Yeah, I, I want to get six-piece Talrashas waiting for my wizard when she gets to 70, so sometime soon, hopefully. So, yeah, oh, I forgot to mention, right now, my monk in Season 3, she's, oh wow, she's already slipped two slots. She is now at 501, cleared a greater of 30 earlier today in 7 minutes and 29 seconds, so clearly I can do a little bit higher than that. But I've had zero luck with Unities. And Cormac, I, I swear, he's he's gonna kill me. Because every time I open up a T6 Rift, I, I just I feel daggers in the back of my head. Because I, I know Cormac's pissed at me because he's he's all like, gosh darn it, I don't wanna die over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I haven't had an enchanting favor drop for him either, so. Ah, <sighs> It's a good thing it's a four-month season. So, Antonio, what have you been up to? 
Okay, where to start? I've been up to a lot. So, when the, uh, we'll just start from the beginning, I guess. When the season started, um, I didn't even think I was going to be able to play right off the bat, but as I said before the show, no work at the moment, so, um, I got to start right away. And I was having a big debate between, okay, should I do my witch doctor again? But everyone's doing a barb, should I do a barb? Man, I love Crusader. I haven't played in ages. I've always been saying I want to do a Crusader again. So I said, heck with it. I'm going to do a Crusader and, uh, you know, I'll do a Barb later or whatnot. And, uh, let's see, I started a game, I believe, with Hometown and Doomfield and one other person. I'm trying to remember who it was, but I forget. It might have been um, Doc or Doc. No, it was Scanline. That's who it was. Yeah, it was Scanline. So we all got going, and you know the tread up to 70 was pretty easy. I don't know what it was, but I had like the horseshoe up my ass for sure. Mm-hmm. I was getting legendaries like crazy on the way up, so it definitely made the stride a lot easier. Um, but when we got to 70, you know I had no, we didn't have any uh, close deaths or anything on the way up there. But we got to 70, and at, right at 70, I hit like three of the Roland's pieces from Kadala immediately, and I was like, yes, you know. So all I wanted, of course, was a Ring of Royal Grandeur so that, you know, I could get the four-piece bonus and all that good stuff. But it wasn't happening for who knows how long. It didn't want to give it to me. I did about a thousand. Well, maybe not that much. But anyway, uh, a, a lot of um, T1 bonus because that's all I could do, which obviously makes it even harder. But uh, I finally, which I'll give uh, props out to Leviathan. He uh, was doing some catches and helped me find uh, Ring of Royal Grandeur, so that helped. Uh, that was awesome. I got uh, a pretty decent one. It was uh, uh, strength, attack speed, and then life on hit, and then I think some random junk box thing. But I got a socket, my first roll, so I was pretty happy. But yeah, I've been getting a lot of. And then I was getting a lot of like a concept stuff, and I didn't know what to do. Cause, like I had no idea what I was what I was doing when I built the Crusader. But as things went on, you know, I got some good uh, weapons and some good armor and blah blah blah. And we decided to go, you know, do the campaign to get Reaper Wraps because I found out that Wrath is just gone always, you know. Um, you know, being used to playing a, a Witch Doctor, I'd never ran out of mana, like, ever because I was always doing, like, Haunt and Locust Swarm builds and stuff like that, which Locust Swarm could, could suck it down, but, you know, I got Wormwoods and all that other good stuff, but, uh... Yeah, anyway, so I had, at, for a little while there, I had uh, the four-piece Akan and the four-piece Roland set. Um, and those paired together were pretty good, but it just wasn't strong enough to get past, like, T4. So I had to figure something out. And I did get another, uh, some more Roland pieces, so I decided to go with the Roland set and do a Crusader Bash build. Which, by the way, is flipping awesome. It is so much fun. I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. Uh, especially with the new rolling set. I mean, you're one-shotting a group, and with the crumble rune, it just destroys everybody. Uh, the only problem is trying to figure out how you're going to build your wrath back up. So to do that, I've been using shield glare with uh, zealous glare, uh, which I don't know why I didn't figure out sooner, because I was using the rune that gave you 20% more damage, which is awesome, but you know then you don't get your uh, wrath. So with zealous glare, you get 9 wrath for each enemy uh, that you blind. So not only does it stun your enemy, it you know gives you your wrath back and makes you stronger because I use a, a boon or bane of the trap to whatever it is, I forget. And then I've been using uh, the Wreath of Lightning and uh, the Molten Wilderbeast Gizzard 
for the toughness. Um, if I'm not worried about the toughness, I usually put in like pain enhancer or something like that. But I've been working through. I, I did get the angel hair braid right off the bat on the way to 60. I think it was like a level 61 or something like that, which gives you all the uh, effects of punish, all the runes. So that was awesome. Um, but I rolled a level 71 from Kadala when I got there. So I got that. And so I'm basically, from my build, I got uh, Shield Glare with Zealous Glare. Uh, I've been going between Iron Skin and uh, Steed Charge for movement, depending on difficulty. I uh, got the uh, Laws of Valor with the Unstoppable Force. So it gives you 50% less uh, Wrath cost for 5 seconds or 10 if you're using the uh, Law Passive. that gives you the extra 5 seconds. And then I got the Akarats with the Prophet for the Cheat Death, of course, and then the Shield Bash with Crumble and um, Punish with everything. Well, I'm really glad I had all that because we were doing some greater rifts just to, you know, get Blood Shards and, you know, uh, Keystones and all that good stuff. And we had a three-man group. It was me, Doomfield, and I believe... Um, I don't always remember who the last person because I've been playing a lot with Doom lately, by the way, because he's been on a while. I, I think it was either Saget, no, it was one of his friends, Tony, actually, if I remember right. Well, they went out to clear, and you know, I figured oh, I could do T4 on my own. Yeah, what the heck, you know? And I go in, and the second I go in, I'm getting walled, and there's lasers everywhere, and I'm screaming, ah, you know, <laughs> help me. <laughs> and. I freaking first instructable prox, which is the Crusader's Cheat Death, which is awesome by the way, because you get yeah, because you get the you know the invulnerability for five seconds pretty much. But then I was like, okay, actually I know uh, you got to be an accurate and you can and you can proc too. So I clicked accurate really quick and was like instantly killed again. I'm like, holy smokes! I'm screaming and they're all like, what are you doing in there? We're not in there. I'm like, yeah, no shit, you're not in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, and I'm getting walled every two seconds, and I don't know what happened, but I finally made it back to the uh, entrance to the next level down, so I got away. Man, I tell you, the heart was pumping, because that's like my first really close death with like a bad character, because I've only lost one hardcore, and that was back in uh, Chocolate, my barb, and that didn't really hurt too bad, because I had backups right off the bat and everything. But, you know, ever since Seasons and all the new stuff from Reaper of Souls, I've never lost a hardcore character. At least, you know, besides leveling when never kills you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's been awesome. Like, right now I'm at about uh, 600k DPS. Um, I got about 20 million toughness and about 2 million recovery. But it's going really good. I, I did finally get, been getting some ancient gear too, upgrading. Uh, I got the ancient, uh, what's it called again? Because I got the Skype thing in my way here. It's the ancient Coolius. It's the amulet that uh, gives you the arcane damage heal. So that's been phenomenal because I can stand and, you know, when you're doing T6 rifts and greater rifts, I swear everybody has arcane. Um, I'd like to get the fire one, but, you know, that ain't, that ain't happening lately. Awesome thing that happened, which I didn't even know what it was, and all the guys are like, yeah, it's junk, throw it down, whatever, we'll take it, no worry, forgotten soul, you know. I got a corrupted Ashbringer. What? And it, yeah, and it rolled flipping awesome. No. I got yeah, I got one, and I oh got like goodness. 10% damage on it, and strength, oh, and everything. I, I'm I'm angry right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know what it was yet, right? Because at first oh I got was a junk box. <laughs> <laughs> if you had but, salvaged that, I would reach through the internet. No, I wouldn't have salvaged it or nothing <laughs> like that. But I ended up 
the very first roll I did on it, I got it was either 10% damage or a socket. And I'm like, Ugh, I really want to use uh, Ron McDonald's gift on it, whatever, but I'm never going to get one. But if I do, trying to get 10% back is never going to happen, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'll just take 10%. I got enough crit damage. I started using that. Well, like another game later, I got another one. So What? Yeah, I got two. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so Lucky everybody's that. wanting to have it, you know? And I'm like, ah, I could give it away, but I'm going to be making another Crusader bar. I'm going to keep that bad boy. <laughs> um, but the second one was a pretty high DPS one, and I had the strength and fatality on it. So then I took the socket. So I figured, like, for now, I can use the crit damage on that one. And then eventually when I get a, a gift, I can, you know, use the other one with the 10% damage and mm -hmm. stuff. But, man, is that thing OP. Like, if you have it timed right and you're actually burning for the Ashbringer, mine's doing, the one I'm using right now has 5,691% weapon damage for Holy. And it, like, one-shots Greater Rift bosses when you're using it. Oh. I mean, depending on the difficulty, <laughs> it, it's sick. It's awesome. I found out because I, I got another ring that, you know, I knew was coming, but I hadn't really seen it yet or, you know, known what to do with it. But I got one of those Convention of Element rings, uh -huh. and those things are f flipping awesome. Uh, you know, the one, it basically, it's got strength, crit damage, and crit chance, and a socket. And I put a wreath of lightning in it, and pretty much every time I, I go through, have the lightning going, because it's got uh, an extra 150, which it is kind of a low roll, but it's a 155 percent increased damage for that uh, specific element but i basically have like my own little mini conduit going on you know so it, it, it's it's definitely awesome I, I personally think it's better than stone of jordan but let's see what else have i done the only thing i can have that's really better is i found a focus ring and this is all for my main of course uh, but i haven't got the restraint yet and when i do get the restraint um i'm gonna try to put those on instead of the ring of royal grandeur but i need the boots and man, Katala is freaking, she is cheap this year. I have put probably 5,000 blood shards into getting boots. Not one legendary. Not even, you know, not even the wrong one. Nothing. Yeah. I, I can't get her to drop boots for me at all. And it's weird because, you know, I switched over to like getting shields and I got four in a row. You know, but boots just ain't having it. And I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with that. But I, I am rocking Reaper wraps. I did find those, uh, bracers that are pretty cool for the bash build uh, if you hit less than three it refunds up to 25 percent of your wrath and then also makes it like another 177 percent damage mm -hmm. uh, the only thing is you're really usually hitting more than three people unless you're doing you know a single target which kind of helps that i've thought about using both and having one in my um, inventory to switch but when you're doing like raider rifts you can't switch gear anyway so it's it's hard to decide but like i don't know i ran out of wrath way too much so i just decided to use the reaper wraps and then basically i'm gonna put those on my alternate crusader which i did build a second crusader because i got like four pieces of pieces of ancient akans so i'm using uh the other crusader to make the akans build so that's gonna be pretty cool i just need a couple more pieces and you know maybe another ring of royal grandeur or something for that but yeah uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other... Oh, yeah. One other really awesome story I got to tell you guys is because it was another one of those close calls is I was playing with uh, Rick Law and um, Jesse. And yeah, that Jesse guy, Rick... he'll get you killed. <laughs> yeah, he loves to try to get <laughs> you killed. But, excuse me, I'll take a drink. Um, anyway, we got we were in a game. I was in the game. I had my own game going. It was T5. 
and Rakali's like, hey, you want some company and stuff? And I'm like, yeah, join on in. And when he joined in, it worked right off the bat, but when he tried to go into the in by me, his screen lagged out or something, and he was in there, but it was sh- on his screen, he was showing him out in the menus oh. and stuff. And it was it was really weird glitch or something that happened. Well, his guy has a champion pack around him, hitting him, and I can see his life going down. Uh-oh. Right? And I'm like, oh, crap. So I, I rush over to there to get to him, and all of a sudden, then I start getting wallowed and beat up, and they're chasing me, trying to kill me. I'm trying to not only save myself now, because I just procced indestructible, trying to get him not killed. So by trying to save him, I'm almost dying. And so I'm sitting here screaming, help! <laughs> and, and Jesse's in town, like, not answering for some reason, you know, like, what are you doing? You know, and he's, he's like, his girl what? probably crazy. Well, he was like, he had like a, his head, I think it was Jesse anyway, he had his headset around, uh, it might even been Doom, but I think it was Jesse, he had his headset around his, like, neck, and he was like making a sandwich or something <laughs> for the kids. And, you know, he's running back. Oh, you know what? I'm totally wrong. It was Grand Nagus. And he, he said, he's like, I'm running back because he could hear, you know, that I'm screaming for help and I couldn't get away. And, you know, <laughs> and his champion packs totally at me. Well, finally, somehow, Reclaws, luckily, his guy, like, zapped out, probably, you know, hit his 10-second mark or whatever. So I saved him. Well, I, I ended up procking then Profit again as well. So I had both my cheat deaths down. Finally, Nagus gets in, and I am believed, you know, I'm at the gargoyle's knuckle, not the chin. I'm at the <laughs> knuckle, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, oh, here we go, I'm dead. Nagus pops in, kills the guy, I level and get full health. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I would have freaking died. I mean, I was like, oh, oh come man. on. So that was pretty intense. It, it's been it's been pretty fun season. I'm, I'm having a blast. I love this season, by the way. I think this, you know... If you're not playing Seasons, that's cool. It's your thing. But I think Seasons is where it's at. I mean, I, I doubt I'll ever go back to non-Season. You know, when D2, I was a ladder player. Like I said, I don't care. Like, we were talking a little bit about the ranking earlier. But I don't really care what level I'm at in the rank. But now that, you know, I'm at, like, 300, I kind of care. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Always. You know, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I got all the gems. I slow rolled all those. And then I had to kind of do it again because I put all the gems on one character so I could get Devil of them. And then slow rolled it again. Right. Uh, found a Kool-Aid. I'm trying to think if there was anything else cool. That's first time I've gotten the Kool-Aid potion, by the way. It's it's awesome to get through those wallers now. But yeah, I mean, I'm basically trying to find just ancient gear now. Because the, the amulet that I said, you know, does the arcane damage and prevent and heal. I got that to be an ancient, but the roll just wasn't that good. Um, right now it's got uh, lightning damage, strength, all res, and crit chance. But I'm trying to get the crit chance, unfortunately, is the one that had to be rolled out. Uh, for a socket on that, but I'd like the fire one. Yeah, I don't know, I've been doing a lot of, it, it's fun being the person that gets to actually go do all the bounties in T6 and give other people catches instead of being the one that's always just leeching. <laughs> so I've been doing that a long time, and I always remember, like, every, I'm always wanting to get a spot, and for some reason, like, everybody, in, you know, I put in the clan, nobody ever wants to join and get a free catch, but man, if you put that post on an open forum or general chat, bam, your game is filled. Plenty oh, yeah. of people out there that you want to help. <laughs> I remember the other night I had to, it was uh, Manny's birthday and she went to the store, so I snuck on last night for a little bit and did one. And I was, I was telling Braja, like, hey, you want a free catch? And he wanted it, but I just couldn't wait those two minutes because, you know, she walked in the door and saw me, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, dude, I ain't gonna, not on birthday, man. I ain't getting caught. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you know, later on in the show, I'll talk about, of course, the other games because during 
when season two, you were saying never cut what you did at the end of season two. As soon as I heard that season two was going to end, it was like, oh no, they're not. They're still going to be a two week, but I was kind of like, yeah, I'm done. Man, I ain't going to get any farther. I, I was really in a crossroads with my witch doctor not being able to do anything, and then after playing PTR, and you know, it was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do anything else. So you know, I switched over to Hearthstone. I've been doing a lot on there, but we'll save that for the end. Yeah. I guess that's pretty much what I've been doing. All right, just a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. just yeah, a not much. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried not to miss anything. I could probably blab a lot more, but since we haven't talked in so long, you know. Yeah. I'm I st- gotta say, I was trying to get a, a show going, but it's. Two you know. corrupted Ashbringers. Two. Right. It's ridiculous. Actually, to tell you the truth, I found three, but the third one was, uh, uh, like level 62, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Don't worry, in about five minutes, he'll find another one. Yep. <laughs> oh, I found a furnace, level 55. Only that was three beautiful. Of those. Oh, I uh, oh I I did get a level seventy furnace, but it not great rolls. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. So what about you, Tim? No. It's, <laughs> have you? Well, since we already went to Tim, but have you had any amazing oh, did we? Oh, okay. loot drop for you? Any corrupted no. Ashbringers? Sorry about that. No, I, I have the transmog for corrupted Ashbringer because someone else was kind enough to drop it on the ground. Oh, that's cool. The, the, that, that's that's all I have. No, I got the uh, Immortal King's Boulder Breaker, but it's not ancient, so it's just kind of filling a spot for now. And nothing. I just have not found any of those game-changing uh, ancients or nothing. It's been crap gear this entire season so far. What like level are you? Are you still in like Torment One or before or after? Torment Six, uh, Greater Rift Forty One. Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. you're still not finding gear. Wow. Yep. Yeah. It's a different. That's just how it is, though. <laughs> RNG is. You know? It's also a different game when you don't have to worry about permanent character death. Yes, yeah, uh, that's definitely true. I mean, uh, my co-host uh, Dean and I will start out on just level one on a greater rift, and just go one, eleven, twenty-one, thirty-one, forty-one, and then just do the gem upgrades at forty-one. Wow. And just not not getting anything. I'm trying to get a Ticklandian visage for my witch doctor so that I can run the support build. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. How do you feel about the fact that uh, Perma CC is going to go by the wayside? Uh, <laughs> as long as it's, it's for a witch doctor, it's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, with w- witch doctors being really the only class that can Perma CC, it's definitely unfair. It's It's overpowered, and I admit it. But that's what? the only thing the Witch Doctor has going for them. <laughs> they have absolutely no group play, no benefits in three-player, four-player at all. Well, They're running the lowest greater rifts. Their average is like 10 levels lower than everyone else. And nobody plays with the Witch Doctor outside of being a support build. So if they buff some other builds... <laughs> <laughs> then I'm all <laughs> then I'll be all for it, but that's all the Witch Doctor has is support and group play. Yeah. So until they fix everything else, uh, they should just leave the CC alone. Yeah. Well, if it's any consolation, um, what I'm referring to, this information came out of the uh, story time that Leviathan and Nineball over at the West March Workshop had with Wyatt Chang this past Wednesday, and oh my goodness, what an amazing show! Uh, Wyatt has a way of just, you know, he tells you a story, and you're like, oh, now I'm not so mad about, you know, the Realm of Trials. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. I mean, he gives you some great insight into what they're thinking and where it came from. And okay, you know, like we're we're thinking we're going to get rid of the trial, but they've been testing it internally, and they're saying, oh, okay, this is going on or that and yeah he's trying to give you the whole developer thought process and i think a lot of people really enjoy getting a glimpse into what they're doing yeah uh, yeah i when he said that they they already have internal builds where the realm of trials have been removed i was like oh, yes yay i know <laughs> everybody I don't, does anybody really care if they remove it if not just kind of make it so you don't have to do it so much for the same thing over and over like to me, once you have a, a greater rift beaten or beat, you should be able to just kind of like buy that rift back if you want with some sort of currency, be it blood shards or gold. Yeah, actually, um, it's like a combination of a bunch of ideas that have been thrown out there. Like, uh, I mean, they could—they already have the tech implemented where your your personal best on a solo greater rift clear. Um, you know, increases your blood shard cap. So they could use that same tech and apply it so that then you could buy up to that greater rift level um, mm -hmm. using... They, they could still have the Keystone of Trials, you know, uh, the, the little Keystone that drops from Rift Guardians. They could still leave that in the game and that would be your currency that you would then go to yeah, a vendor and mm -hmm. buy up to a certain level. Now, of course, this would require some art time because they'd have to develop the UI for... For you know, what what greater rift level you want to buy? I mean, they they could do something as simple as a pull down menu, but I I don't know. That doesn't they they seem to be against that idea right now. So, well we'll see what they do. But it was exciting just to hear the fact that they they are working with builds without it, and I'm just I'm so happy about that. Uh, one more thing I forgot about uh, what's been going on. Any of you guys get any vaults? Because I had a good vault story. We were doing those new, uh, rec uh, what is it called? Uh, the Cocoon uh, quest in the Caverns of Rhenia. Mm -hmm. And we got a, a couple of um, treasure goblins to pop from there. And then plus the uh, treasure goblin um, realm. And yeah. that was pretty cool because, I mean, I was at like five gold left. When we got it. Oh, really? And then, yeah, yeah. I have, I'm having some bad gold problems, but uh, I, I noticed that you can't get your boon of the hoarder now until you've gotten the vault from uh, the Greater Rift. Yeah, that's apparently the case this season. So mm -hmm. that was. But once you have it, then you can get it. Right? Yeah. Interesting change, and probably why I've gotten four vaults <laughs> since the beginning of season three in the first week. I've still only gotten one. I think you're still getting lucky with that because I was wondering if anyone else was getting any because they seem pretty scarce for me. And, oh, did I, uh, I, did gold. I mention that I'm already Paragon 263? No, you did not. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, well it, when you T6 right off the boat, you know. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you get levels fast farming T6 and the higher greater rifts. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I was actually watching uh, the number one wizard on the hardcore boards. He's. This was a couple days ago. He was already in the 500s, like the high 500s. But, wow. Wow. But, there, I mean, there's there's speed clearing four-player greater of 45, so, you know. That'll do it. Yeah. And, yeah, Wizard is 
evidently in a really good place right now, so I, I want to get to that. But before I roll, wizard, let's talk about our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook. And with that free audiobook, you will also get a 30-day free trial, which will give you access to uh, all of their member specials that they offer. And I think just this like past week or so, I don't know if the deal is still going on, but pretty much almost everything was 50% off, if you remember. So that's, you know, that, that's a good reason to be a member of Audible. Uh, but Get some books going. Yeah, Audible books. And... Uh, um, one that I'm really looking forward to. I don't know if he'll ever appear on Audible. Probably not. But, uh, um, yeah, I guess I shouldn't even mention it since it probably won't appear on Audible. But along with your membership, you will also gain access to the digital versions of the New York, New York Times and Wall Street Journal. So, you know, um, newspapers aren't quite exactly dead just yet. Um, they're going digital. So you, you can stay on top of those two really big publications. And if you do continue your membership, you will get a credit every month to use on over 150,000 titles to choose from. Um, they, you know, they run the gamut of everything. You know, you get audio dramatizations of, of plays, um, television, like old radio television, radio television, radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, radio television. That makes sense, right? So go yeah, to bit.ly/sspbook today. So before we move into the Twitters, we do have a special guest, and I wanted to get more in-depth with Tim. Um, Tim, you are the host of Cool Story Bro, which is a more recent podcast. You have, what, 26 episodes, or is it more than that? 26. 26. 26. 26. And uh, you podcast with with your brother-in-law. Correct. Most of the time, usually. (laughs) Try to. But we want to get to know who you are as a gamer be- behind the microphone or behind the keyboard and mouse. I guess <laughs> you could say you could put it that way. So, what exactly is your history with the Diablo franchise, and what was it about Diablo that originally hooked you? Uh, so, I started playing Diablo with uh, the first one, Diablo, and played it with a, a best friend of mine, and we just really got into it and a lot of it was based on my science teacher who was a huge Diablo fan and would let us play Diablo at school so wow long, that's awesome <laughs> as long as we were playing Diablo and would uh dupe items for him you did you play Diablo the yes. original yes okay, I do did. you remember item duping you could dupe a lot of those legendary uh, or those elixirs I don't exactly recall that, that, but but I do remember doing the hack so that you could attack in town and PK people in uh, town. I hated that. Well, anyways, he would let <laughs> us play Diablo as long as we duped items for him. Oh, um, That's awesome. So, uh, and I eventually just really got into the, the whole series. And when Diablo 2 came out, it was just even bigger and better. Lords of Destruction was very very fun to play i had a blast with it and just ended up playing diablo 2 for how long was that 10 years wow that was out for before diablo from the start of d2 to d3 i imagine on and off especially with like ladder resets and everything yes and uh going out to see 
for six months at a time and losing all my characters and having to come back and oh. restart from the very beginning. Because uh, I think if you didn't log in every three months or something, they just shit-canned your characters. Yep. <laughs> so, and just, I- I'm a fanboy. I'll admit it. I love the Diablo fan franchise. It just... It's that type of game that you can pick up for just an hour and feel like you accomplished something. Whereas uh, I played a lot of World of Warcraft. If I wasn't playing it for five, six hours, I didn't feel like I invested or it got anything from the game. And yeah. it just kind of became a grind with all the dailies. But Diablo, you can go in, kick the shit out of a bunch of mobs for, for an hour and gain some Paragon levels or find a piece of gear... Um, try out a new spec, new build, and it just—it's that type of immerse, immersion <laughs> that really just keeps me hooked and keeps me going with the franchise. That's awesome. Does does your fanboyism does it extend to the novels? Have you read any of them? No, I'm not a big reader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I do read, it's usually uh, like Robert Jordan. Um, not anymore now he's dead but uh, Brandon Sanderson uh, Jim Butcher things like that it's very specific on the type of books I read not that I wouldn't get into the the franchise I just haven't picked one up yet yeah actually this is um, you know with our sponsor of Shattered Soulstone and most Dawn Forge Productions uh, podcasts it it would be so it would be the perfect opportunity you know for uh, I'm trying to think. It's Simon and Sh- well, I can't think of the the production company that does the audiobooks, but they've only done they they only did the Order, and they haven't done any of the other uh, Diablo books. It'd be an amazing opportunity for them to go forward and record all of them. <laughs> I, I would love I'd love them to all be an audible form because Diablo is that kind of game where you can just you know, mindlessly play, I guess you could say, and listen to to an audiobook and get something out of it. So. Yeah, exactly. So, Audible, I, I know I've sent you emails in the past, but uh, yeah, come on, let's get on that. I, at least get, uh, what is it, Storm of Light, uh, you know, up on Audible, you know, as an audiobook. That would be amazing. But, okay, so a lot of, a lot of your listeners, or possibly listeners of both of our podcasts know that you are quite a fan of the witch doctor but is that your favorite class ever and if it isn't or if it is what is your favorite and least favorite builds uh yeah i'd have to say my favorite character is the witch doctor and again that all stems from diablo 2 where I was a big fan of the Necromancer. Uh, yeah, s- the Lagomancer, some... of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, the Lagomancer. Not so much today, but... Uh, and then my second favorite character in Diablo 2 was a Smited-in, mm, which mm-hmm. I was hoping to see more of that with the Crusader, which I think the Roland set in Shield Bash is starting to get there, so I might transition over to a Crusader as my favorite class. But right now, it's still the Witch Doctor, and it's still it's pet specs with the Witch Doctor, um, which requires very specific gear to be com- uh, to compete. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that star metal kukri that eludes <laughs> me. That mythical uh, unicorn. Yes, that damn mythical unicorn. 
So that's that's my favorite class. That's my favorite build. And again, it's just nostalgia. Uh, my least favorite is um, man. I I don't know if I really have a least anything that's not viable uh, past Torment Three is my least favorite builds. <laughs> uh, and that sounds horrible. It makes me sound like a dick or an elitist, and unfortunately, well, but the reason for yeah, it's is the that, it's the. Uh, Temp- not the temperature, but just how the game is played now. It kind of feels like Torment 6, otherwise you're not playing the game anymore. Yes, and that's exactly how I feel. Is If I'm not doing Torment 6, or if I'm not trying to get on the leaderboards at least a little bit, then I feel like I'm, I'm playing the game wrong. And I tell people all the time, you know, play what's fun, play what's fun. And yeah. well, unfor- for- unfortunately for me, that's what's fun. That competition, that trying to be the best, trying to hit the end game, is what's fun for me. So any builds that just that aren't viable past Torment Three is just—I think they're garbage. And they're fun to play, which is unfortunate. But if I'm not using them Torment Six, then it's yeah. shit can them. <laughs> Well, fortunately, with the legendary gems, a lot more builds are now Torment 6 viable. I, I wouldn't say everything is viable beyond Torment 3, but. And I realize that, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners probably don't play quite as much. And, uh, you know, as hearing us say that, you know, if you're not playing Torment 6, it doesn't really feel like you're playing the game. That kind of <laughs> that kind of sounds a little elitist. It's, it's I know just, it's horrible. It's it's horrible. It's not kind of elitist. It is elitist. <laughs> yeah, but it's just. It, I mean, it's we we play the game a lot. And actually, that's the next question. On average, how often do you play? Um. Well, I don't play a whole lot during the week, um, just with work and schedule. So it's weekend time. Let's see here. I think season two, I really only had about 150, 160 hours. Okay. To the bit to the normal person, that that seems like a lot. But if you compare that to the guys that are in the top ten and stuff, yeah, those guys have like three hundred, four hundred hours of playtime. It is ridiculous. Yeah, it if not more than that. Yeah, that's like one character. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, I think it comes from the point where our knowledge of the game allows us to get to, especially with the power creep that's been introduced since 2 and 2, uh, it's allowed us to get to Torment 6 pretty early on in a season. And it just, once you get to that point, it kind of feels like anything less isn't quite, you know, you feel like you should be doing at least Torment 6 to be, you know, pulling in as much experience as possible and getting as much loot as possible. Yeah, I totally agree. Especially with the time that I'm not playing, uh, like my commute to work is spent uh, theory crafting, watching videos, listening to podcasts, looking at forums, going to Reddit, uh, looking at all the spreadsheets. So I'm preparing myself for the time that when I do get a play that I, I have that knowledge. And not a lot of people like to do that. They they don't get involved with the reading, the theory crafting, the the research. I think that's my scientific side is I, I love the research. Yeah. And if you are, if you don't play nearly as much and you just, you're in it for, you know, having fun slaying demons at, at the very least, you, you have our knowledge being you know shared with you as to, you know, ideas to, that can 
take you to that next level. They can take you from just only barely being able to do Torment 1 to, you know, cruising through at least Torment 3. And if not higher, I mean, especially with Power Creep. It's so crazy. But uh, what is your favorite part of Diablo 3? Is it the story and the campaign? You know, everybody's favorite, Magda, you know, Butterfly Witch. <laughs> or is it the loot? I, I wish we could include PvP. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never been into the PvP for Diablo. Um, I always use WoW for that. Um, my favorite thing with Diablo, it's... I w- wish I could say something cool, like it is the storyline, I really get into it. Uh, but I, when ROS came out, I actually hit escape for all the cinematics and every pop-up, and I didn't read the story at all. And that that is bad. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite part is is actually trying out new builds. Uh, I love when a new patch, con- big content patch comes out, and with new gear and a new build, I I enjoy that so so much. That uh, just trying out the new builds for every single class. Uh, that's why I don't main a whole lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's because I I do have fun trying out new things. It's the new thing um, abilities that come out with with patches are my favorite thing, which is far few and far between, un- unfortunately. But it, that's what uh, that's what gets me going. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. It, that segues directly into um, what is your fondest Diablo moment. Oh, other than watching Dean die on hardcore, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> why well, I was stuck behind a waller, uh, that that was that was pretty fun. Uh, especially when did right, that happen? <laughs> oh man, it was before ROS came out. Um, we we had a lot of friends that were into the hardcore, so we gave it a try. And I was doing whirlwind barb, and I think he was doing monk and. I got stuck behind a wall. He got surrounded by mobs, and it was it was like one of those uh, sad montages. I, all I could hear him over Skype was just "Run, Tim, run! I have no outs. It's over. Get away while you can." And I, oh, I turned man. and bolted, and just watched him die. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was a pretty fond uh, moment. Um, other than that. Um, being able to play with my younger brother, uh, getting him into Diablo three, is pretty cool because it's it's that the family thing, and that's just how we bond. And he's you know six hours away, and I don't get to see him very often at all. And then I have an older brother that lives in New York that every once in a while I'll log on Diablo, and I don't I don't ever see him except once or twice a year. So it's it's the family time, convincing my other brothers to be nerds such as myself and being able to link up that way well you know what they say the family that slays together stays stays together together. that's exactly correct yep yeah there there's actually i i can think of quite a few people who have uh family members who also play with them and it, it keeps them together it's a lot of fun i i really look forward to the day when um my wife's not so busy with school and we can play (laughs) play together because she used to play in Amazon back in Diablo, Diablo 2. So, nice. Yeah. I think she was uh, Javazon I think was her favorite. Javazon, yeah. yeah. That was pretty uh, it was it was fun to play. Yeah. 
So let's get a little bit more specific, and I could just do the easy out and just direct everybody to go listen to the podcast. I'd have to look it up <laughs> um, with that you did with Roe over in Realm Maintenance talking about your podcast. But what? But you know, I'm not going to make our listeners go do that because they probably <laughs> already listened to it. But we'll rehash it anyways. So, what made you want to become a podcaster and specifically do a Diablo podcast? Well, uh, like we started out with is uh, I love Diablo, right? There, there's that fanboy again. Uh, and it's a game that I think I, I'm knowledgeable in. I'm not the most knowledgeable person, but I know a little bit about every class. And podcasting about it is I wanted to do something with the community i want it because i've gotten so much from uh, even you know you guys in uh diablo Inc. gamers diablo fans reddit uh all the guys that do uh the guides mm-hmm. uh all the know, different youtubers and streamers. right quinn manor cookie uh west march everybody i have gotten so much from you guys that it just seemed right to try to give something back to the community as well and i hate the forums despise <laughs> them uh, with every I, fiber I in my being i can't imagine why uh, they're horrible and people are full of just so much hate and discontent in there that when you uh post something up that's that is valuable you still all you get is just hate and hate and hate and trolls that it degrades it to the point that no one gets to see it or benefit from it. Uh, yeah. And with podcasts, if people hate a podcast, they're just not going to listen to it. They're not going to put the effort into to hate on you or troll your podcast. It's easier on a forum, I guess. So I love talking about Diablo. Uh, anybody I can corner at work that plays Diablo, uh, I'll chew their off for hours. <laughs> So this is kind of my my outlet, uh, a way for me to give back to the community, do something I love about a product I also love. And I was able to drag Dean into it because, um, like you said, he's my brother-in-law. Not a lot of people know that. We haven't put it out entirely all over the place. I don't think we even mentioned our show. It's always been other shows <laughs> that it comes out. So, occasionally, occasionally it gets mentioned, but it doesn't happen very often. And I think he's just kind of doing it as a as a favor for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of the times, it's just it's just us BSing on Skype. Because anytime we play Diablo, that's all we do is we theory craft every single skill as we're playing it. We're trying out new things, talking about it, going over builds, uh, bringing up forums while we're playing, watching videos, talking about Reddit. Hey, did you see this new spreadsheet? Oh, yeah, I, I saw it. What about this new Google Doc? Yep. Totally got it downloaded already. And that's that's what the show is, is just a rehash of what we bullshitted about over the weekend on Diablo 3. Yeah. How long had you two contemplated doing a podcast before you actually ended up doing your first episode? Um, it was probably about four months that I, I chewed it over uh, and decided to, to give it a go. It's really, it's not the first podcast attempt I ever did. And I'm not going to give out the name of the the first podcast I started. I think it was only (laughs) 
uh, I think it was only two episodes, and it was a World of Warcraft based podcast. So someone can find it. There's a there's a dare for you. <laughs> um, and Ro, I, if you're I, listening, I'm I'm sure you're up for the challenge. Oh man, don't fight it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. It was something I did with some other friends I played, and it was it was a bad mic, bad setup, horrible free ad uh, programs. Oh, it's bad. I don't even like to listen to it. Um, and so I kind of uh, guilt-tripped Dean into it, saying, hey, man, this would be totally fun. I, I think I think you would like it. And he was like, you know I wouldn't like it. <laughs> said, all right, just, just give it a try, man. Just be a co-host. Be uh, just into the shadows. And I, the more we've done it, uh, you can see that Dean starts talking even more. I've even got him doing build breakdowns, and he's actually enjoying it. And that's just really awesome. So about four months for me and about two weeks of a lot of peer pressure for Dean. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So regarding the future of Cool Story Bro, um, what what do you think the future holds? Do you picture yourself still doing the podcast on a semi-regular basis in two years five years ten years Whew, man i i don't even have a good answer for that i haven't really thought about it um i as long as diablo 3 keeps coming out with new stuff uh, we'll keep podcasting about it we try to do you know the once a week thing if there's a lot to talk about like season three uh will be a good example of something we try to do once a week but like season two was every other week just because there wasn't a whole lot with it. I don't think we'll ever go longer than, uh, you know, bi-weekly, but mm-hmm. three to five years down the road, man, that's, we're talking, you know, Diablo five. Uh, well, no, <laughs> I mean, we, Actually, we may not no. even see Diablo, Diablo four, four until <laughs> yeah, 2030 at this rate. Uh, if, yeah, if they follow their past examples, but it's so far I'm enjoying it and I'll keep doing it as long as it be, it's still a hobby and it's fun. Once I feel like it's become a job and that I have to do it and I can't break free from that, that feeling, uh, I'll probably quit. Oh, that's pretty much how I feel about, about doing the Shattered Soulstone. <laughs> as, as long as, as long as I'm still playing and there's still people playing who are still interested in participating, uh, this podcast that I'm doing should also stick around, but uh, that that's great. I'm so glad that we got a chance to get a little behind the mask of Tim. I, I guess <laughs> I guess I can phrase it that way. But uh, let let's move it into the twitters now. All right, let's go into our tweeters, and we're gonna try to rapidly get through these because we have a month's worth. So, Brasia, why don't you start us off with, uh, yeah, with some. That sounds good. First one is from um, Ace Fisher one He goes, at the Westmark Workshop at Shatterstone, interesting fact from Season 2 at Diablo. I haven't found a single usable set piece from regular drops. All shards. Poor Ace nice. Fisher. Next is uh, from a... Queen of Haiku, she said at Shatterstone. I, I, I think we know her. Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My hardcore demon hunter just hit level 60. Yay! Ooh, ooh. 
then at Kagrai the Blue, said at Shatterstone at Westmark Workshop. I'm glad my luck in rolls is where I need them the most. Yep. Oh. Ancient, ancient gladi- gladiator gauntlets. Con- uh, and they're all, all upgrades. <laughs> but he would have to give up his Sunwoko's bonus. And then from Nevik James responding to Kagurai, he said, Congrats, Aaron Jesus loves you. <laughs> and then Kagurai said, All my hate. <laughs> <laughs> next from At Shano, In all my years of audio editing, I believe the next At Shattered Stone is the first show I've added a SpongeBob clip to. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate. Did you say chocolate? chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, at Nevik James, just listening to the latest KSB podcast while I prep the Shatterstone episode 78 post. Will any, I'm oh, sorry, post will have any adverse effects? Let's find out. <laughs> it, it, it might have. I think so. I don't know. Um, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> even to the point we even got you. <laughs> so next was Ace Fisher 1 again. Had a great time in at Diablo this weekend. Got some ancients and broke Paragon 100 at Shatterstone at the Westmark Workshop. Yay, good job. Yeah. And then next is at Scanline 75. And that's the season for me. Good night. Herschel 2. <laughs> Three weeks to the next season. Looking forward to it. Shatterstone. And he was so. killed by none other than, well, the Infernal Maiden. So the... Uh, souped-up version of Nevalistus. I know, Nevalistus just taking out monks left and right. Wow, that's a lot of kills. Anyway, um, sorry. Rip to you there, Scanline. Next is Six for Life. At Shatterstone, just hit 70 in hardcore on PS4 with my first Barbarian. The stress is starting to become real. That Platinum Trophy is mine. They, oh yeah, platinum, I forgot about the trophy running. Nice. Used to love to do that. And next is our one-man Twitter show um, at Karova. He said at Shatterstone at the Westmark workshop. Workshop. Um, birthday buff? Question mark. Lame. Who needs gold these days? XP is nice, but what I need are more legendaries. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And then at Grover followed that up with audio segment. Really? If you can live with an MP3 recorded on my iPhone, maybe. Sound quality will probably be horrible. Sad, sad face. Aw, you Kurova, should still do it anyways. I, I agree, you should. It's kind of like calling into the show. Grover said, You really believe I was not already a longtime member of your EU community? Really? <laughs> yeah. Not over there very often. And then at Karova followed himself up again with, I should have asked much earlier for advice. I love you at Nevik James. Great advice. Thanks so much. Aw, thanks, Karova. I love you too. And then, <laughs> finally, at Karova said, at Scott Johnson, uh, now even at Shatterstone is missing at the Diablo show heavily. Any idea when we will hear the next episode? Yeah. A couple days from tonight. <laughs> yeah, probably, right? <laughs> Well, no, actually, uh, Scott did put out another show, which, uh, you know, spoiler warning, there's going to be a reference to it soon-ish. Yeah. Good. 
Open though. Everybody needs a little more Scott Johnson. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Just a little. So, Lantonio, why don't you take over? Alright, at S.A. Stewart 111 says, Wow, at Share Soulstone, went deep on my Crusader build to help out a listener. I love it. Any remaining questions, feel free to poke me and ask. Yeah. Okay. At, or at Hometown Hero 008 says, Great night of gaming. Appreciate it, boys. At Ian35 underscore Ian. At S.A. Stewart uh, 111. At Share Stone at the West March Workshop. Good night, guys. And he has a pic of his beer-rated computer. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he went through seven Bud Lights. Yeah, at least that's what you can see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Queen of Haku, who's that again? Anyway, she says, thanks to whoever warned me that maintenance could equal death, hardcore Demon Hunter, when I was stupidly playing T3 while tired. Thanks, at Shared Stone. Oh. So does that mean she lost hers? No, no, no. Oh. Read, read the next tweet. Oh. Um, she also says, My hardcore demon hunter seasonal is now at level 65. Okay, so that must have been the non-season one before. Right? No, it, that, that was all hers. Demon hunter. Oh, okay. From oh, okay. season two. At Neva James says, Well, happy level up day at Diablo 3 Brew of Souls. Been over a year since at Josh Mascara said he'd come on Shadow Stone. Still waiting. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep, still waiting on Josh. Come <laughs> on our show. He said he would. I, 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 now granted, he was probably, you know, a couple sheets to the wind and when, when he promised. And we'd shut up and stop ask, asking him. <laughs> <laughs> At Craig Rattleboos is at Nemec James at Shattered Stone, so I accidentally Gundo geared my way to level 38 uh, G Rift key, and I lack double unity, the temptation. Yeah. At Shepard underscore Saya says, at Shattered Stone, FYI, this time you botched the last name. Jen had said, the first time I forgive you, keep up the good work on the show. Oh, oh that means I just probably told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were close. I think it's, it's Saija. Oh, I thought maybe the J was silent. Um, if not, I'm sorry. At Kegel Boost is at Shatterstone at Nemec James, and that's the season for me. Got pinned into a corner with no way out, and he has a picture of his hardcore death. Your deeds of valor will be remembered. Yes, they will. Oh, yeah, I remember him talking about that. <laughs> Nemec James responds with, WTF, Blue? I told you not to ham it up. That torch. Ah, that torch. Yeah, he had a really <laughs> good torch, too incredibly good and yeah. it, it's gone now it'll never exist again kind of like that uh um furnace that suddenly got lost somehow right oh you're talking about my almost 4400 dps furnace that i lost on my wizard uh, yeah 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 that was that sucked at cargo kgrylabu underscore labu responds with it was only a greater of 34 so it wasn't dangerous just got into a really bad situation yeah and that happens greater yeah. of 34 not dangerous not at all no that's not too bad it's that's just a cakewalk right mm-hmm. i'd be happy to do 30 <laughs> at scotty g bear says ash stone when you say clear a rift in five minutes before bumping t level do you mean clear to boss or full clear assume former yeah. I'm assuming that means the boss. Yeah, right? just the boss. Yeah, and I actually um, responded to him just on my account and said, yeah, no, five five to seven minutes from beginning to boss kill. 
that's that's what you're looking for. Ekrobus is at Shatterstone, got the third puzzle ring from Kadala, still no second unity, RNG hates me, no gear upgrades for two weeks since Paragon 170. I don't feel bad, I can't even get number one, ever. No unity, don't even know what it looks like. Yep. Ekrobus is looking forward to playing a Demon Hunter in Season 3, Season 4 will be my first try at Hardcore, hashtag all planned. Yeah, he's, I'm he's really ready. <laughs> Acrobus says again, no set item since eight, no set item in ages. Finally, I got one, and what, and what out, a Firebird helm for a monk. <laughs> yep, very useful. Yeah, uh, I was. We were playing with. Speaking of that, we were playing Negus the other day, and he'd been looking for Zoom and Amasas, and he finally got uh, the PC one, and he's like, "Yeah, I got it." And all of a sudden, he, he <laughs> IDs it, and it's a Firebird. He's like, "Wait, it's a Firebirds." Salvage you on purpose! <laughs> <laughs> at Squirrel Freak 83 says, At Shattered Stone, great show. Love to listen to it. Keep up the great work. Greetings from Belgium. Hey, another European fan. Hey, I, hey, I had some Belgian waffles tonight for dinner. Nice. Oh. Oh, good. <laughs> Equina Haiku, my hardcore demon hunter is now at level 70, Paragon 3. Smiley face at Shatterstone. Yay, she and did I, it. She made it. She made it all the there way. There you go. At Walkman responds, Congratulations, Queen of Aku. I'm glad you tr you tried hardcore. Can't wait to hear about it on your next SS cast. Now go kill stuff. <laughs> Scanline also says, Grats, Jen. Glad to hear you made it. And Nineball Gamer as well says, Yes, go on. Hot or yes, go hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll pick up the remainder and... Again, our our most most active participant in the show, Kurova, tweets at us some more. He says, "At Shadow Zone, Paragon 193 with my monk might even reach 200 before the season ends, and never touched any group content." And then he follows that up with, "Yeah, reached Paragon 200 with my monk playing solo all the time, more than ever I have ever had before." And then he tweets one last time, and he says. Four times in a row, ten rings from Kadala, all yellow. Am I cursed? No second unity for me? Oh well. And then <laughs> Scanline tweeted at us and he says at Nevic James, at Scott Johnson. Ooh, this is the reference that I was I was making from earlier. Maybe you guys would like to discuss microtransactions and pay to win fears on a Shattered Stone podcast. A A what'd you say? Mm. So, yes, this is in reference to a tweet that I directed at the Diablo show about um, Scott was just kind of spitballing and throwing out ideas of, um, you know, the whole Chinese market, uh, you know, where they're going to be doing microtransactions for stuff. And he, you know, from everything that we've been told, and even Wyatt Chang in the Tavern Talk, this was slightly addressed, and he said that they are strictly strictly against any kind of you know pay to get actual player power so um the, you know this is in stark contrast to when we used to have the auction house so they are very much on that whole no you get your you get your power from playing the game so what they're going to do for these markets is uh there there are a few things that will help you get there like there's um some xp boosts that you can buy uh, items that will just boost your experience for a certain amount of time because the way that, that these items are like the, the whole way that they play the game 
in this market that this is being directed at is completely different than the way that we play the game because you know we go home we play on our own computers this is more designed for people who go to you know an inter essentially an internet cafe and you know they they, they don't want to have to spend eight to ten hours at the start of a season to get to level 70 that's why they're introducing the experience boost from from what has been data mined now Keep in mind, this is all data mine information, so it's all, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. It's all subject to change. Um, it works up until you hit level 70, at which point then that boost no longer works. So Scott was spitballing, and he was saying, you know, I wouldn't mind if, you know, like, what what if they allowed you, you know, to buy a legendary item, like a specific legendary item? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I, you know, like, I may have had a slight overreaction because... Um, Scott has a very powerful voice in the community because he's so well known and he reaches a lot of listeners a lot of listeners who may not be quite as up to date on all the Diablo goings on you know they, they might be more of a casual player somebody who mainly plays World of Warcraft listens to the instance and you know dabbles with Diablo so mm. just that whole spitball, you know, just the mere mention of the thought of, oh, paid to buy an item, you know, even though he wasn't suggesting that that was what was going to happen, you know, it just a complete, you know, spitballing idea. Just that listener who may not be, you know, paying complete attention may, you know, then start to think, wait a second. Are they going to allow us to buy specific items? Well, I don't want that, you know? So it, it's just, fortunately, my fears, like my fears of how this, what he said might be interpreted, doesn't seem to be too widespread in terms of like, uh, somebody responded that, well, I didn't interpret it that way. So I was like, okay, well, that's good. But you're not the person that I'm worried about that Scott might be reaching with those ideas. So, mm -hmm. so I, I'd like to see microtransactions. I, I want them along too. the same lines. I don't want it to see uh, pay to win, right? If it was for cosmetic effects, maybe more stash space. I'd be willing to pay for that kind of like with uh, path of exiles. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely not for gear that can help you uh, progress through the game. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Totally with, agree. I'm pretty sure that with um, how the drop rates are set right now, I, I don't think we have to fear that we're going down that deep, you know, that deep tunnel of you know everything you can just pay to get a boost. Like, so I I, I don't think we're going down that way. But I am completely 100% behind microtransactions for cosmetic things i would love to have those rainbows as my paragon portrait just saying <laughs> so yeah so anyways that that's what that's where that tweet came from i just i i reached out to scott because i want to get him on the show um because uh he is a you know like like i said he's a very casual diablo player so i would like to also get his perspective as he is you know he does the instance he's heavily heavy into heroes of the storm now um you know just just to get a different take not only that but scott's a cool guy i really like scott when i ran into him back at blizzcon in 2013 um like he's super friendly guy you know you can just walk up to him and talk to him and he's an awesome guy so but anyways i wanted to just address that because i know he reaches a lot of listeners and i don't want misinformation spreading so that 
That's just, you know, that's just me freaking out for no reason, but... <laughs> you? No. Yeah. No way. So anyways, our next tweet... <laughs> no way. <laughs> ...came from Josuki's hair, and he says, Emily Elizabeth pointed out that my wizard looks an awful lot like Loki. She blew my mind at Diablo and at Shattered Stone. And yeah, I can totally see it. The horns are kind of different than Loki's, but it's pretty close. And uh, he's playing... Wait a second. Wait, wait. That's a class in the game? I don't recognize that. Is that... Is that that mythical unicorn? The male wizard? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, our next tweet came to us from EYEdgar0111. And he says, At Shattered Stone, I'm having a ton of fun with the new changes, and I'm only playing one class. So much content, so little time. Yay, Roland's Boots with... Finally. Woo, woo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then at Daddy Puffin tweeted at the Westmark Workshop and at Cheddar Stone. Went from T2 to T6 in 18 hours. Wow, 18 hours? Thanks to Nineball Gamer for his gemming tips when talking of Gemavis leveling. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm a little in the dark on what Nineball said about that, but glad that he went from T2 to T6. That's awesome. Torax1714 tweeted at us and he said, Shattered Stone, got my first rank 25 legendary gem tonight. Woot! And all I have to say to that is, Slacker! Slacker! Oh, sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. Slacker. Um, Scanline75 then tweeted at us and said, had an amazing season opener with Atlantonio at Hometown Hero. 008 and at Brent Doomfield on Mumble. Thanks all at Shattered Stone. And then at Queen of Haiku. I'm pretty sure we know her. She's tweeted at us a couple times now. Rolled a Crusader for Season 3. Went softcore this time around. Need to figure out how to get into a greater rift at Shattered Stone. Alright, Jen. So, it's pretty simple. All you have to do is kill a Rift Guardian at at least Torment 1 or higher. And you'll have a chance at a, uh, what is it, Keystone of Trials to drop uh -huh. from the Rift Guardian. And then you plug that into the Nephilim Obelisk, and then you go into the Realm of Trials. And then, since this will be probably be the first time you ever do a Greater Rift, immediately teleport out. Wait for the timer to expire, and then you'll get a Greater Rift Keystone 1. Plug that in, and then you'll start on Greater Rift Level 1, which is equivalent of normal difficulty. And then just slow roll. Now, always slow roll those first greater rifts. And what I mean by that is you spawn the rift guardian and then you teleport out. Or, well, first you probably have to get away from him so you don't accidentally kill him. Uh, and then you teleport out and you make sure you make, make, oh, wow, I can talk. Make note of how much time is left on the timer because you want to come back and kill that guardian when there's less than four minutes and 30 seconds left on the timer. Then when you do that, talk to Urshi. And you upgrade your keystone, and it will be a greater rift too. And you just do that on and on and on until you reach the point where you can't really kill the rift guardian. <laughs> and and then you know, okay, it's time to reset. You know, go back, try to get another keystone of trials, and then you know start it over. That way, you get all of your legendary gems, and you also get a lot of legendary items as well, just from the from the rift guardian kills. So that's what you do. There's another way since she's playing softcore. Oh. She can always add Dr. Summons 1945. This is and he'll true. take care of you. Yeah. 
Then EYEgger001 tweeted at CM underscore Nevalistus, at Diablo, at the Westmark Workshop, at Shattered Zone. Oh, why do I have to kill Josh? I had no idea he was so big. I still... And he doesn't drop any loot. Yeah. Oh. I still have terrible. not encountered him. I still have not gotten the cow rift either. I'm so, so angry. But uh, it's kind of funny that Josh would be big in game because he's not so big in real life. Uh, then uh, at Yugi's underscore Pokemon for you said at Shattered Stone, new fan here. Been stuck on playing so much at Diablo 3 lately and found your podcast. Love it. That's Sweet. awesome. How'd you find always us? Always waiting for a new fan. Yeah, let us know how Welcome. you found us because I'm always curious because we don't really promote too much. It's just kind of like word of mouth. Then at Grand Negus 1, I think he's been mentioned a couple times tonight. At Shattered Stone, disconnecting in a goblin rift is not fun. Don't do that at home, guys. Hashtag Diablo 3. Yeah, that stinks. He's playing from the EU, and he's playing North America hardcore. <laughs> he's crazy. He has a death wish, I swear. Hey, give him credit, though. He's going. He's trying yeah. it. Yep. At, he wants to be able to play with us, so. Yeah. At Walkman 8 says, At Diablo, at Shattered Stone, just killed the Josh Mascara Rift boss. What is going on, people? This is two people who have killed Josh. <laughs> he dropped oh, zero Josh. blood shards. Bug or on purpose troll? Ooh. Mm, troll. <laughs> Good question. At Corentus Relic said, At Shattered Stone, I finally broke down and switched to PC. <gasps> he did? Yes! Hey, welcome. He says, "I am in heaven. You'll have to you'll have to let us know um, who you are in game. That way we can get you. Well, he can join the community. That's no big deal. But if he doesn't have a clan, he's always welcome to join the Shattered Soulstone clan." Then at Torak seventeen fifteen says, "Listening to Dragon Force while slaying in Diablo three at Shattered Stone hashtag Diablo." Wasn't that a old game an old sega game back on the genesis dragon force i'm not sure i don't think not i ever sure. played it i i know it's not that's not what he's referring to but still it sounds really familiar to me i mean i've never heard of the band but i swear there's a game called dragon force anyways at Corova says at shattered stone really miss the show and feel bad about not having had the time to provide something audio well you should feel bad You've had a month to provide us with an audio segment. A month. Uh, Given you plenty of time. Yep. We're waiting. You know what? We are waiting on you, Kurova, to do our next show. And I said, you know what? (laughs) It's been a month. I can't wait any longer. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, right, Tim? Yep. My nose is getting. Definitely. My nose is getting. Yeah, we emailed you about that, Tim, about how, you know, we can't go because Kurova. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly what the email said. <laughs> Some, something along those lines. Yep. Then at Grand Nagus one says at Shattered Stone, it's not enough disconnecting and freezing the game inside of a vault rift. No, now I get disconnected just before engaging the goblin pack. Oh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh that sucks. No. <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, your ping and latency was probably so bad, most of those goblins would have gotten away anyways. Just, I don't know, think of it that way. Glass half full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Corova, yeah. man, 
I really need to start doing a like a counter on how many times Kurovich tweets at us. He says, at Shadowstone, my very first bounty after reaching level 70, a treasure goblin opens the portal to the vault. So sweet. Nice. Wow, very first goblin. That's awesome. I, that was my season two happening. My first vault came off of the very first odious collector that I found at level 70. So, then at Kagurai Liblu, the blue finishing us off says, At Shattered Stone, no internet at work, firing up Diablo 2 and ye old summoning Necro. Oh boy. Uh, That's a classic right there. Yep. The Lagomancer, as I refer to them. Hey, don't you just watch your mouth. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's only a Lagomancer if you don't have a video card that can handle it. Yeah. So, wow, okay, so our question of the show um, from 78, um, we were hoping to get this show out right before Season 3 started, so this is a little out of date, but I'll just quickly run through it. (laughs) Plans for Season 3, have they changed since the announcement? And you might be like, wait, what announcement? (laughs) (laughs) Josuke Harris says, I just want a Goblin Rift. Hopeful sigh. Torak says, just going to push for level 70 so I get the transmog set then back to non-season play and then Cyberwolf Zero says ditto for me too and then Hometown Hero says I plan on wrecking face with a new barb set unlike these other two wimps love you mean it guys and then <laughs> Walkman 8 says going hardcore barb my ancient buddies and I are going to smash some face can't wait to level with the crew and Scanline 75 says dex 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 Monk and the Demon Hunter, hardcore style. I know, I know. It's not a barb, but somebody's gotta be not a barb. Hashtag not a barb. EY Edgar 0111 says to get the conquest for reaching Greater Rift tier 40 with three different sets. That's 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 some high high aspirations right there. Yes, Nolan, what is it? Oh, okay. My son just checking in on me. Um, <laughs> at Daddy Puffin says, might take the JH approach and focus on perfecting my non-season wizard. Seasons are not conducive to rotating shift work. Ouch. Mm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay, so our question for next show, which we will hopefully get out uh, very soon, hopefully, um, after this show goes out. What's your opinion on ancient weapons? Like them, hate them. And this was inspired by a poll way back when. Um, back, I think, right before Season 2 ended. From uh, Diablo Inc. Gamers, Flux tossed up the poll on whether people liked ancient weapons. So, um, I know we normally don't do this, but... Uh, Tim, what's your opinion on ancient weapons? Do you like them or do you hate them? I, I actually love them. I think they add a lot more build diversity to the game, and it gives you that uh, uh, troublesome feeling when you you have the set or you have uh, an item and you roll that agent legendary weapon that's you know 4K 4400, and you have to choose between the higher damage or going with that set and figuring out what's going to work better for you. And I, I like having that conundrum. I think it's fun. And it does add more to the game, in my opinion. Sweet. Lantonio, what do you think about them? 
What? Okay. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Hold on, just, just question again. Sorry, I had, I had a message I was reading from Mr. Quackers. He just literally just said to, I'm going to be an off person to distract you anyway, so please read this. <laughs> and then I got distracted. That's where you can screenshot it. And tell uh, you. Blue, I'm going to punish you. Somehow. It's Kegrai's fault. It's all, it's all the Blue's <laughs> fault. Uh, it may be Blue's fault that I start playing Final Fantasy XIV as well. But... Uh, Oh, don't give in. Oh, I might. But the question is, uh, ancient weapons. Do you like them? Do you like? Um, do you think that they fill a need in the game, or do you hate them? Do you think that they're too uh, elusive and? Um... Well, I like them. The only thing I hate about them is I never find any. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Brazier, what do you think? I'm actually going to be right there with you, Lantonia. I've not found one yet. Mm. So, uh, but I like the idea because at least there's another tear of um, items to try to go for to get you, you know, kind of push you just a little bit further in those greater rifts. Yeah, and I'm unfortunately I'm not going to fill the devil's advocate role, and I'm going to say I love them as well. You don't necessarily need to have an ancient weapon in order to be competitive. I proved that back in season one with my monk. I had an incredibly well rolled non ancient torch. Uh, it was like 38. D- 3800 dps and i hit rank 25 in season one so it's completely well of course back then maybe the competition wasn't quite as you know high for monks but that's neither here nor there but um i'm using a non-ancient flying dragon and it's working better than using two ancient legendary items so yeah it i i i like having them there it always gives you something to strive for an ancient flying d as dat mods would say and i'll just i'll just leave that there to linger you know thoughts of a <laughs> flying d <laughs> so we got some emails this time oh boy did we get some emails uh you can oh, send wow. emails to uh you know what i'm gonna do something a little unconventional because we're already going pretty long and we're going to do something a little different we're going to try to do a weekly show I, I'm, put, I'm putting it out there right now. It may not be the full cast of us every single week. It's going to be on. Be awesome. It's going to be uh, whoever's available. But I kind of want to try to get onto a weekly schedule. The one re- originally we we went with every other week because it gave our listeners plenty of time to you know participate, respond to things that happened on the last show. But. Um, I think we're, now that we're getting a little bigger. We have so much stuff all the time, you know? Yeah, and I don't want to do two and a half, three hour shows. It's really difficult, especially for Brazia. Exhausting. Because Brazia's, you know. I'm sorry, what? I'm just waking up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to push the emails off to our next episode, episode 80. Because. Well, I could do an episode with you tomorrow if you wanted. Yeah, I mean, we could, but I, I also kind of want to have a little bit of breathing time in between shows so that if um, anything does come up, like, say, for example, the Blood Shard, the Blood Thief exploit, you know, that hit and it happened, and it's now nipped in the bud, hopefully. Um, don't know exactly how it worked. I know it involved doing a higher level Greater Rift, somebody else scouting for Blood Thief, them killing it, the person in the Greater Rift comes to go comes to go pick up their blood shards and it's a huge amount like way more than normal like you know redonkulous amounts of blood shards because it was bugged so um they hotfix that 
thankfully. Uh, some people, I think, got their accounts banned. I don't think enough people got their accounts banned. What there was a large amount of permabound permabans and rollbacks. Even like major community members got the ban hammer. Yeah, like the only well, I I haven't kept my nose, to, you know, I, like directly on the lineup for this, but I do know that um, one one of the bigger names, especially in the Barb community and previously Crusader community, got his account permabanned. So. But he kind oh of asked for it. I mean, he was caught on stream saying, oh, no, they're not going to ban me. Go ahead, try, or something like that. Just basically egging them mm -hmm. on. But anyways, so yeah, that happened. Amazing, you know? Great way to start off Season 3 with a big controversy right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that happened, and that, that's kind of why I want to... It's kind of weird, you know, we're at a place right now with the seasons and, like, with how hardcore I'm playing at the moment. I, I feel like we can do a show weekly, and I, I think we have enough participation from the community that we need to go weekly now. Because our shows are just, they're getting monstrous in size. And I think I would rather do, you know, a weekly hour, hour and a half show as opposed to every two weeks doing a two, two and a half hour show. So our listeners will be very happy about that anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and, they all seem to want more. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I really think going to a weekly format will help us. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to push the emails off to next episode because, I mean, obviously we're not going to have a ton of Twitter content for episode 80, so it gives us more room to... I mean, we have four emails, and, well, three of them are lengthy. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And thank you for that. Yeah. And keep sending more in. Don't don't stop now. Yeah. So, um it sounds like I'm getting ready to wrap up the show, but I did want to mention a couple things. Uh, <laughs> I mean we we're still not done. I mean we, we still have oh. our other games and entertainment section to go to, so Exactly. But uh Ziggy D got to interview Wyatt. Uh this happened before um Leviathan Nineball had Wyatt on the West Merch workshop. So there were some interesting uh insights in his interview I'm not going to go over the details on that because I want you to go s listen to the interview uh, or watch it I guess you could say because it's on YouTube oh you know what I forgot to s say who did this patch 2.2 in under one minute I forgot but anyways there's a YouTube video of patch 2.2 in under one minute you know everything you might need to know say you haven't quite come back just yet um, and you don't know what changed in patch 2.2 well then this video will take care of you. And uh, if you're going to play a wizard, Nerd Words, who's a friend of the show, and he's also appeared numerous times over on uh, the Diablo Inc. Gamers uh, podcast, and he lovingly referred to the Immortal King set as the Icky set. <laughs> <laughs> so that will... That's been permanently implanted into my brain, so IK is now Icky, and... Whatever, it's wonderful, <laughs> glorious, and beautiful. Um, I was what I mentioned uh, the number one hardcore season uh, seasonal wizard, um, Darren Nisama. He posted up. Um, I should check to see if his Greater Rift Fifty One clear is up on YouTube, because can you? If, he did a Greater Rift Fifty hardcore, <laughs> and then he then he was able to do a Greater Rift Fifty One, and I watched him do numerous of these attempts. 
he had a stack of 70 Greater Rift 51 keys. Wow. And so you're like, wait, what does that mean? That means he would go into a rift if he didn't like the build set or like uh, the mobs that were in there or the apexes or just the density or the tiles that wasn't right. He would um, get to a safe place so that he could teleport out, leave the game, start a new one. So he would just burn that key. So that's why he had a stack of 70. And he... Wow. Uh, his 51 clear, he just barely made it. He had Stonesinger pop as the Rift Guardian. And I think he had 26 seconds to spare on the 51 clear. And I was there. It was amazing. I was stressed for him. I was like, oh my god, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? It's amazing. He's also a really cool guy. He's really chill. So go ch- go check him out. He streams over on Twitch. Um twitch.tv slash Darren Nee, which is N-I-I Sama. So it's D-A-R-E-N N-I-I-S-A-M-A. So you can check him out over there. He's really cool. He's tr- He's been streaming quite a bit too. Then, like I mentioned, um, Quinn and his God Mode Monk, I'm going to include a link to that video. Absolutely redonkulous what you can do. Um, but he also has a video for Greater Rift 55 Plus. Obviously, this is not quite viable for hardcore because he does die a couple times <laughs> on these runs. So, not quite hardcore viable, but maybe eventually with the right gear, you know, farm up enough ancient items, maybe you can do it. Uh, Dat Mods, another well known monk um, and Twitch streamer extraordinaire. Uh, he posted two videos for his cold blender which is cold based monk and fire flash which he found out later that somebody else had posted up just a couple hours before he posted his fire flash build that this other guy over on uh what is it um oh my goodness i'm totally blanking on on the uh diablo fans their their builder their build creator somebody had posted up a very similar build and also called it fire flash so it's like oh wow what are the coincidences because he had the chat room decide on the name for it and then uh Riker gave his um well i guess it's a little too late for this now preparation guide for patch 2.2 but we'll still include a link for it it will give you some ideas on what to do for season four you know whenever that may happen in late August sometime. And then if you are a fan of the puke, if you like puke, oh, <laughs> we love it. Debo posted up his thoughts on the new meta for the puke doctor in patch 2.2, so we'll include a link to that. And I think it was like just last week, uh the play your way Thursday uh, Taco Trap had his double scorpion support barb build featured. So you can go check that out. And whenever I think scorpion, I think, get over here! And I think you, scorpion balls. Can you believe what they... Oh, I, I'm, I'm in a weird place about Mortal Kombat 10. Weird place. <laughs> it is so violent! I want to play it, but it is so incredibly violent. It's not something I could play with my kids around. Oh. Yeah, that'd be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, the fatality where uh, is it Johnny Cage that that takes, or is it? Uh, uh, oh my goodness, Sonya Blade that uh, takes a selfie with the dead person. 
<laughs> that's awesome. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, okay, let's go into our other games and entertainment. And Tim, you're our guest, so has there been anything else outside of Diablo that you have been playing or watching or maybe doing if it's like a board game or Warhammer 40k stuff? Uh, a little bit. I have uh, two Dungeons and Dragons groups that I play, you know, the old school Aww. paper <laughs> that I it. do uh, once a month. Uh, I have bought the new Final Fantasy, uh, was it Zero HD? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For, for Xbox. I played that a little bit. But during the week, I work a 410 schedule with a two hour commute. Ooh. So it's it makes for a long day Monday through Thursday. So all the time I get is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if uh, I choose to neglect my family, it's in the form of Diablo three. <laughs> Usu- usually, uh, but towards the ends of a season, uh, I do hop to another game, and it, it will be Final Fantasy, as that is my other drug. Yeah. Oh, Final Fantasy Thirteen kind of really, really, well, Square, just Square Enix in general. I just get this feeling they don't love their fans anymore. Yeah, I, I like the old like school Final Fantasy. A while. <laughs> yeah, um, I like the turn-based. I mean, uh, Final Fantasy II U.S. version is my favorite Final Fantasy, hands down, of all time. And I got um, ROMs and emulators that I still play that game every once in a while. I'm not a big fan of the way Final Fantasy's going now, but I, it's just it, a part of me. That was like the first games I really got addicted to and really got into. So other than Diablo 1 and the Diablo franchise, that that that's the other one. That's that other game that I is my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy was probably the first my first gaming love. Outside of, oh, yeah. outside of maybe Dragon Warrior, but Dragon Quest kind of fell off for me. The story of Seven is the whole reason I played it like 500 times. I loved it so much. See, I I love Seven, but I love Ten even more, and uh. and uh, that whole scene with um, <laughs> with Titus and Yuna, and the ha 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 ha. I I actually liked that scene, but I'm strange. Three of my tattoos are from Final Fantasy X. Yeah. I, I'm i still debating if I ever get a tattoo, if it's going to be the Hyrulean Crest or some kind of um, like almost 8-bit art of a Final Fantasy thief because thieves for life. And, and that's that's why I kind of want to go play get... Final Fantasy fourteen because you can play a thief finally. You got to get me a Bale and Diablo to match my Mephisto tattoo. Yep. And then, then you gotta get Femme Diablo. You know, the primeval. No, I'm gonna go nah, with I... Diablo 1, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Brasia, any, anything outside? Uh, just a little bit of WoW here and there. Um, Garrison, mainly. <laughs> anything big on that. Uh, mobile device, just Clash of Clans again. Okay. <laughs> Anything that I get to jump in for like a minute or two. Oh my god, we're, our entire family is so happy that now on our Android devices we can play uh, Hearthstone anywhere. Oh, oh I was waiting to say that phone. Hearthstone on the phone is oh my god. where it's at. The day Even it came out, both kids were playing all night long. 
It was stupid. That's awesome. You might you might have to institute a rule if your phones have to be charged outside of the bedrooms. Oh yeah, we already have that. <laughs> that yeah, that that way sleep actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Two four a.m. nights already from playing on the phone. Oh boy. Yeah. I think we need to do that for Lantonio too. Yeah. If I lose you for a second, I got my headset starting to beep on me. Uh oh. So, I, I haven't really played anything outside of Diablo. Um, I did just pick up Endless Legend. Um, I haven't played it yet, but it looks fun. It's like a fantasy civilization game, so I'm really looking forward to it. It's on sale. Although by the time you hear this, it won't be on sale anymore. Um. And I also picked up Shadows of Mordor for a PC. I'm going to be picking that up tomorrow from Best Buy because it was on sale for 20 bucks. Uh, PC download, $50. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go pick up the physical disc because that's a lot cheaper. So oh, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to have time to play that, but maybe near the, maybe when I start to burn out a little bit from season three, maybe I will. I also downloaded that dreaded hearthstone for the phone and i played a game and i said yep that's it i'm done i, I still hate <laughs> oh, come on i still hate this game yeah you can't hate the game just because you suck i mean just because oh. you're having bad rng <laughs> yeah it's a fun game man it's an amazing game i don't know i did finish watching all of uh the second i guess you could call it the second season of Aldnoa zero I was really shocked as to the end of season one and then how they started off season two. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the end of season two, um, I think they're pretty much done with it now permanently because I don't know how they'd continue it past what they did ended it. But yeah, good anime series. I really liked it. Um, I'm going to start watching Log Horizon, I think. Oh, and I started watching a little bit of Gurren Lagann, which is, you know, old-school anime. Uh, at least I think it's old-school, but it, it looks old-school anyways. And that's a lot of fun. So, um, that's all I got, Antonio. Anything other than that crappy digital card game? Well, yeah, you know, besides the amazing Hearthstone, uh, which I've been playing a shit ton of, um, I actually had a... Uh, the other night, on Friday night, I had a party and we did a huge game of heroes of might and magic 3 and that was awesome freaking love that game still trying to get someone from here to try it and play it out 10 bucks guys if that you can find it cheaper awesome game uh turn-based quest you know build your castle and your army and destroy the other player type of game uh, for shows been kind of getting into a new show uh, i'd recommend it. it's pretty funny last man on earth it's pretty funny on hulu um yeah, let's see. Uh, Dragon Age, still a little bit here and there. And uh, some Sims, SimCity, Sims stuff with uh, with Mandy. So, that's about it for me, though. Oh, we went on, like yesterday, because my fiancé loves the movies, we went on a Saw binge. And man, I haven't watched those movies in ages. So The first Saw, watched, like, amazing movie. Yeah, watched like four or five of them, and then went and saw Fast and the Furious 7, too. That was pretty good. Oh. Oh, what? And we guessed you're uh, oh my god, it's fake, so it's not cool. And look, all movies are fake, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was just going to let it linger and hopefully <laughs> hopefully hear the crickets. But... I have so many people that 
when you mention a Fast and Furious movie, it's so fake. Yeah, so is every other, excuse me, every other movie out there. You know that? <laughs> wow. You know what? When someone dies in a movie, it, they 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 don't really die. Sorry I mean, to tell you, real? buddy. <laughs> oh man. It's like you know, someone will tell me that Fast and the Furious sucks because it's fake. Yet their favorite movie is Avatar. You know? Okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to be telling us that wrestling isn't real. <laughs> I know, right? Gosh, wrestling. That's the next that thing. Anybody watch Tosh.0? You need to watch the latest episode. They make fun of wrestling. It's so good. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't watch it. But You don't watch Tosh? No. Uh. Oh, it's an amazing show. This guy's freaking out like, Oh, my God, stay blah, blah. <laughs> so they make like this uh, Field of Dreams. Or uh, like, you know, if you build uh, it, they will rumble. Field, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Nice. So, yeah. Um, well... That, I mean, well, Brazier, I mean, we watched the end of Walking Dead Season 5. Since. I know. Oh, my God. That was awesome. What? I thought it was pretty lame. Oh, you did? Uh, no. Honestly. I I like it when they kill off more people and leave that cliffhanger. And they, they didn't kill off enough people. More people need to die. Oh, yeah. yeah. More people I don't definitely need to see it then because I already know what well, happens now. Everything old season doesn't have an absolute <laughs> cliffhanger, so. Yeah, but uh, I, I was disappointed with this season going, finale. Oh, wow. But they did kill off, you know, they killed off a couple people. I don't want to spoil it for Lantonio. Yes, yes, but nowhere near as many as I was hoping for. Yeah, there, there no, was no, no. Uh, katana to the back of the head me, killing off you Herschel. You know what, I love that show when they kill off the main, that dude, what's his kill name? Off Rick? Rick Grimes? Rick, you yeah, can't kill of, Rick. Get rid of... Sure they can. Who cares? It's, uh, it's a zombie right. movie. The, the you know, they, you know what they need care. to do is kill off Walking Dead and put more put more uh, zombie nation on, on Netflix. It's a better show. They're wow. coming out with another Walking yeah, Dead. Fear the Walking uh, Dead. It's going to be uh, set yeah, in no, L.A. Hopefully it's not so... The only thing I hate about Walking Dead is how draggy it is. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh my god, we're going to get to this place Obviously ten episodes later. We're there. Like, like, Between... uh, the last time, last episode I saw is when they are pulling out uh, someone out of a hospital. I don't know. It's been a while. Between Walking Dead and uh, the Game of Thrones book series, I have no more feelings or connections with characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, uh, oh... Uh, May 1st is just around the corner. I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm really for upset uh, for Avengers, Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you, you like, we went from... That sounds awesome, by the way. You know, Game of Thrones to, like, May 1st. I'm like, wait a minute, Game of Thrones? We just well, it just, just the whole connection of, like, you know, Josh... <laughs> How many episodes of Game of Thrones and, is... And George R.R. R. Martin, you know, like... True. Between them walking... What What is the joke? It's like him... Uh, is it... Sean Bean? Well, yeah, Sean Bean always dies in movies. I know, that's so funny. <laughs> when I first ever watched that uh, Game of Thrones, I'm like, well, he's dying. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well... he didn't die in National Treasure. This is... Yeah, but he got arrested. He's arrested right. or dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Sean. I had no luck. Yeah. So, you have been listening to episode 79 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there... I'm going to interrupt you quick. Oh, of course. So, when... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> when did Sunkeeper get 
20 plus percent elite damage added to it. That's since, pretty decent re, now. Since Reaper of Souls? Oh, wow. See, it shows you how much I pay attention, huh? Yeah. So. Alright, go ahead. Yeah, while not. While there, why not join our community forums and talk about how out of date Lantonio is? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. <laughs> if you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to pour, post... Wow, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish out my, my closing here. Um, feel free... Feel... <laughs> feel... Feel... <laughs> feel... Oh my god. <laughs> feel free wow. to post up short missives on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks in the community in-game. <sighs> okay. I'm going to slow down now. <laughs> oh, oh, this show is powered by you and Lantonio's um, soundboard on his phone. Uh, oh, wait. No, I mean by the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, so come join and tweet with us. I'm just going to keep going. You can find the show Twitter <laughs> at ShatteredZone. I'm at NepicJames. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. Oh, you know what? And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. Tim, I completely failed. Plug your stuff. You're over at Cool Story, bro. You do an amazing podcast. Tell us where and how and everything where we can find you. All right. First off, website, coolstorybro.wordpress.com. You can follow me on Twitter at KSB Podcast. You can find me on Facebook. Just put in Cool Story Bro. And we also have a community at Cool Story Bro in game. That be it. Yep. And there are people who are in that chat channel. Yeah, there's uh, there's one like like really cool guy. Uh, name starts with an N, though. It's uh, Nevik. Yeah, something like that. And don't talk to don't talk to Deanie. <laughs> oh, Dean, he hates talking, man. Yeah, he he hates people. <laughs> but anyways, okay. Um, we would like to extend a huge thank you to Tim for joining us tonight, and to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soul Stone. I'm going to strangle Lantonio. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. The do it, do it, do it. Um. <laughs> Fatality. And now, Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast presents Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Title Pendant. Greetings, folks. It's Nevik here, bringing back your beloved segment, the Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater. And this time, I bring you a classic. I think. Well, maybe it will be. Who knows? But anyways, let's get right into it. Dear Newer Community in Devs by Wan Bullets. It's a cool name. Years ago, a 15-year-old boy unboxed Diablo 2, not knowing anything about the game. 
but just intrigued by the sinister-looking skeleton of the box art. Soon after creating my first Barbarian and learning the basics of the game, I was truly enthralled by this game. My first social experience of meeting other players in this game, the noob box, finding my first blue, my first rare sash, and my first unique, which was really hard to tell the difference in color quality from a rare at the time, lol. The Pelta Lunata on closedbattle.net. I was a barbarian, so I did not need a shield, so I joined my first trading game. I got scammed, which many would consider a rite of passage. Diablo 1-2 Lord of Destruction had its huge flaws, duping, chatbots, map hacks, really, really blue 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 mods, light radius, a lot of core gameplay that was impossible to know for beginners, crafting and rune words, trade scams. However, these were core principles of Diablo that should have been improved on, not removed. Diablo 3 is not of the Diablo game franchise any longer. The D3 devs have decided that this game should be totally enjoyed by a hermit experience. The visual core gameplay of hacking and slashing is amazing. The animations, the sound, this game feels like Diablo. But the true core gameplay of interaction is not fun. Only finding items that benefit your character feels force-fed. I don't want to feel like I can acquire everything in the game in a few days of playthrough. I want to feel the thrill of seeing a unique Shaco drop, or possibly hoping the day I'd see a Hydra Bow drop. I want to be able to hoard wealth, to be able to trade it for the absolute best items in the game. I want to be able to give my friends items that I find, even if they weren't in my game. Diablo 3 feels like baby's first Diablo. Not a bad thing entirely. Hopefully the developers realize they have eased a ton of new players into the Diablo franchise and that they can build on this by introducing new features back into the game. The devs have done an outstanding job at trying to make everyone happy, but they have an even greater opportunity to restore the game back to its true replayability that all players can accept and enjoy. Well, Wan Bullets, I'm glad that your rose-tinted goggles are on firmly. But this is an official 4 and 3rd Masterpiece Theater, not a Nevik jumps up on his soapbox, so let me get out of here before that happens. Just remember that you too can help the show by submitting your own official 4 and 3rd Masterpiece Theaters, preferably <laughs> if you were to record them yourselves, but you can still help out by sending us links or threads or just copy and pasting the post that's absolutely hilarious or whatever to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. So until next time, keep enjoying those forums! This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.